Ah, look at that. Right on the number zero. Man, I couldn't have done better than that if I tried. Welcome, everybody, to The Centralist. I hope everyone's having a good Friday evening. I know it's 9 o'clock here in the South, and everybody's just getting warmed up. They're not going out for another couple of hours yet. Some are out having dinner, but a lot of people are just home, having a few cocktails, listening to us, uh, getting ready to go out tonight. He says, it's different in New Orleans. The clubs don't close. They just don't close. So um, a lot of people don't go out till 11, 12, midnight, stuff like that. Uh, and then they go out and they drink until dawn, you know, and then they go have breakfast and they go home, and go to sleep. <clears throat> it's just a thing here. <clears throat> used to be a bigger thing when Fat City existed, but now that they killed Fat City, not as much, but still. It, and you know what, tourists, y'all can come down here and do it too. It's not illegal. That you, you can walk in a convenience store and buy liquor. Oh, yeah, hard liquor. Uh, you can walk in any bar that's open 24 hours and have a drink, have dinner, have lunch because they all serve food because it's required. You know, look, it's a place to hang out. Now, you know, call me or write to me. Don't call me. Write to me at iCartCox.net, and I'll tell you the places to stay away from, and I'll even give you some places you can go have a, a much better time and some really, 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 really good food. Yes. And just tell me what kind of budget, John, and I'll help you out with that, too. I don't mind. I mean, we've got a lot of listeners, but I, and I know most of y'all are not going to write to me about this, but if you know you're coming down, and um, Jeremy, yes, Actually, to be totally honest with you, I have met many, 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 many people off the internet. You know, when I first started doing this many moons ago, probably more moons than you bitches are alive, um, been alive. I used to be funny about meeting people. Then over the years, I got to meet more and more and more and more and more people. We hung out in chat rooms with people from support groups, things like that. And you know what? They're just everyday people, man. And I'm friends with a lot of them now, long-term friends with a lot of them, 20, 25 years with them. And uh, it's nice, you know, so today I'm not, you know, I'm always a little bit leery about meeting internet people. You never know who's going to be the crazy person that wants to shoot up the town or something, but, uh, and I got a story for y'all later, but, um, it's, it's interesting. So yeah, you know, if you're coming down and you're interested, I'll meet you in, a, in one of the clubs in, in, uh, New Orleans and we can have lunch or something like that and chat. And especially if you're interested in some of the other things I do, that's even a better reason. If it's politics, yeah, you can come down. We do a lot of political talking down here tonight. But tonight I have Michael Angley with me from Red Pill News and from Discovery Paranormal. And we're going to be really getting into some news because just, just so much of it. I mean, I, I don't know what it is, but every time I turn around, uh, there's just some other shit going on. And it's not, yes, I can curse if I want to. This show's not rated PG. Thank you for that information. Um, as long as I don't use the F word, we're okay. Calm down. Damn. Um, but there's just so much going on. I mean, it's it's every day. It's you know whether it's the war in the Ukraine, crazy stuff going on in Europe. They're trying to impeach uh, Trudeau, saying he lied and did some kind of ethics. Got caught and, and arrested or fined twice for it. I'm like, wow. And then of course, of course, as Michael's favorite, Sleepy Joe. Hmm. It sounds like a like a Sloppy Joe sandwich or something. Maybe Sleepy Joe, like some su Southwestern sauce on it or something. I'm just, I don't even know what to think about this guy anymore. You know, I was not a big Trump supporter. Y'all know that neither, neither was Michael. And uh, in the old days when we used to have news on the flip side, I spent 18 months with Stephanie Benetti hating on Trump, going, oh my God, he cannot be president. He's the big orange clown. I mean, all kind of stuff. And it's not that I hate Trump because I got to say, now that he, after he'd been president for four years, he did some good things. And with Biden falling behind him, I wish he was back. Uh, I hate to even admit that out loud, but I do because, come on, people. How much worse is it going to get before before even the Democrats are like, what the? So today, to start this off, to start the news off today, 
he he's in 47 states that's blue and red and purple states he is underwater only three states that they think he's doing a good job and they wouldn't say what three states they were <laughs> i guess they wanted to keep him safe but 47 states now say he's doing a lousy job his poll ratings amongst independents is 21 percent. it's only four percent with republicans and word has it with Democrats, it's around 30. So what you think, Mike? Can can we can we get this guy out of here without making Nancy Pelosi the next president? Eh, I think that Pelosi's done. She's gonna be out, you know. But <clears throat> she she can't take it anymore. And uh yeah, they these guys are very old. I mean, they're well, they are. They're, they're way past life expectancy for humans. I mean, think about you know, that they're their decision making, their cognitive abilities, and everything changes. So, so that's frightening because it's a quick thinking type of job, commander in chief, you know, or vice president or third in command. You know, I tend to feel that not one person in Biden's cabinet knows what they're doing or has any expertise in the field that they're in. They're just political. Give give me jobs, you know, like yeah. <clears throat> you got a whole bunch of people that just don't have a clue how to fix anything. And they're looking at each other. It's like the defund the police. They scream defund the police, defund the police. And they did. And then in those communities where they did, they have crime waves and they don't know what to do about it. Now they say, we need more police. We need more police, you know? So, they don't know what to do. Never, never, never. And they want to point fingers. They want to uh, never take the blame for anything that, that they screw up on. And they just point fingers at everybody. It's your fault. It's their fault. That's the reason why, you know, but yet we're in a crisis in the United States and the world is in a crisis too. Uh, different types of crises, but we're in, I think, a crisis in every area. I mean, Joe, even when we have to rely on, on Europe for baby food. I know. I know. I heard that. I was listening to that. that shit. Well, what do we expect? Have a UNICEF <clears throat> delivery? You know what I mean? We're the United States of America. We're you know, powerful, most powerful country on the planet. You know, uh, we shouldn't and be we're begging for baby that. food. That, that's, that's, that's. The U.S. That's needs sad. to be uh, completely independent. You know, we had our independence oh, day. Shit, I'll be right back. We need to be 100% independent on fuel, on, on the baby formula, on everything that we make, the manufacturing, 100%. This way, no country can hold us over uh, over the coals and, and rake us over the coals when, you know, and extort things from us, too. I mean, like, look at look at Russia. Look look at China. And I mean, China, you know, China makes a lot of sophisticated gear for our military. If they decide to, to cut that, we're going to run out of parts within a year, they say. You know, that that's crazy, man. You know, so so we're in a, a tactical disadvantage when it comes to that. But in the end, I think that uh, you know, you know, life is a weird thing, Joe. And the people that are making decisions—they're not making decisions for for regular people, for us. They're making decisions for for uh, their group, their you know, their own group of oligarchs, right? I think that, uh, you know, you have a a political aristocracy, you know, there are are always groups within groups that that, uh, enjoy that money and it flows very easily into their bank accounts. So they're they're corrupt. It's corruption. It's a culture, a culture of corruption, you know, and it's been going on and on for year after year. and, And they just the rules don't apply to them. You know, the stuff the Democrats scream about, what the Republicans do, and all this other stuff, they do the same thing, but the rules don't apply. So when there's when you have a situation when there's, like, 
you know, a, a child, a child a pedophile in the midst in the Democratic Party. They just brush it under the carpet. You had Epstein, who had all this evidence on, on the Democratic leadership, other people too, CEOs and all that. Gone. Where is it? They, they, they protect themselves. They're part of, of they Hollywood too. They protect <clears throat> themselves. They, they you know, try so. to protect themselves. Every, we're, in every in, yeah. we're in trouble because I don't think we're going to make it through another two years of this, this Joe Biden. Well, I don't think he's going to make it. I don't think we're going to make it. I, 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 my problem with Biden is, is right now we've got Putin who's dying of cancer. In case y'all didn't notice, ladies and gentlemen, they gave Putin three years, which means he's got a year and a half. That's pretty much when they tell you cancer, it's usually about half of what they tell you you're going to get. Um, and I, I think he's probably not even elective to have any more treatment. So he said he'll be blind before the end of the year. So, he's a wounded, cornered yes, animal. He is a wounded, cornered animal. And it's key scares the bejesus out of me. Not so much because of what he can do, because he can do a lot. <laughs> it's just we're not going to have any defense because we got more on Joe in office. Um, I mean, it's it's at this point, it is just sad, pathetic. And I have, have you no ever idea seen a president? Have you ever seen a president in office in your lifetime where they make statements and right after they say things, his office walks everything back? Do you, do you know how, how much of a fit Trump would have or any yeah, Obama, Bush, Clinton, anybody would have had that if every other statement he makes, the White House, oh, that's not what he meant. My ass, he's president. That's exactly what he meant. I mean, give you me a fucking break. I mean, president. you I can't. Mean, and uh, it, it's just it's just I don't know what they're going to do. It's fucking sad is what it is. And uh, they're going to have to do something about it because it's undermining not just the presidency, but our complete faith in everything that is Democrat. Uh, I mean, all my friends that are Democrat right now are like, uh, this has been the largest amount of people to switch from one party to other. And I think they said in almost since they freed the slaves. That's how long it's been since it's been this big of a jump from one party to the other. So I don't know what the Democrats are going to do. They're going to have to do something. They should sacrifice somebody like Hillary Clinton. Michael said that I didn't. He's a ventriloquist. <laughs> Hillary, she's frightening right there. But the, the bottom line is we're in a crisis and it's a fuel crisis. Everything's costing more. People uh, can't afford things. I mean, people are just keeping their heads above water when it comes down to that. But what's going to happen in the fall where, where you have these major components come together plus shortages? You know, there's grain shortages, there's corn shortages. There's there's things that are going on that are going to all hit at the same time. Then in the fall, people are going to want to be warm. They're going to turn their heaters back on. You know, businesses are, are they going to be able to heat their businesses? So are they going to be able to function? I mean, people can't are they going to be able to function? I, I had to tell some. I told two of my customers today because you know one of them was asking about doing a remodel job out in out in out in another part of the city, and I was like, he's like, um, what do you think it's going to cost? I said, I don't know. I haven't even gone up on my prices. And he's like, what do you mean? I said, I haven't gone on my prices since uh, 2017. I said, so I'm way behind. I, I have to go up. I don't have a choice. Because I'm driving today. I look over. Gas is now 4.50 a gallon down here. It's never, ever in my entire life ever broke uh, $4 a gallon. It's <clears throat> cheap down there. That's and, cheap. I, and I know and I know because we have refineries, and I know our gas is cheaper in most places in the country. A friend of mine in California said he's paying between 636 and 7.29. Do, do you know if, if we hit November – and, the, and they just said this the other day in August that the average gas price in the South will be $6 a gallon. That means people in Cali and in New York will be paying 9 10 11 bucks. Come on. Even the Democrats are going to be like, give me a break, man. This is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. And, uh, and I think his, 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 uh, um, 
Oh, that's what it was. His job rating amongst Democrats, amongst uh, they did it by levels. The economy, he got 22%. <laughs> Afghanistan, he got 45% on Afghanistan from the Democrats. <laughs> I was like, okay, apparently y'all on crack. I mean, it was Trump's idea, but not like that. Um, that, that, that cracked me. Immigration, they only gave him 15%, and that's the Democrats. I, I don't know what he's going to – I mean, he can't even hold his own party, and they're scared that no one is going to show up in November. I, I feel like he doesn't even know what day it is. Yeah. You know, I, I, I think, really, I think, I, really I think some days I think he does. Some days he seems kind of sharp when he gets his shot. I think, I think those days he's pretty sharp. Well, that's dementia though. I mean, they in uh, the out. That is dementia. They're that's true. Out. And you he know, does, so. he does have, what do they call it? Phasia. I heard a doctor talking about that. I think that's what he called it. Phasia. I might not be saying it right, guys. Uh, you might check the actual word, but it's phasia or something like that. They said, that's what he's got. And uh, and why he won't take a, a cognitive exam, nobody understands because Trump did. Everybody whined until Trump did. Now, this guy looks far stupider than Trump does, and, and we don't want him to do it. No, of course we do. I would like – but I'm scared because I don't want Kamala Harris to be president while Putin's rampaging in war. And if she gets kicked out, Putin – I mean, Nancy's in. I mean, it's like bad, worse, and horrible. Oh yeah, uh, you know, because I'm scared. Nancy, Nancy might go start World War Three. What the hell does she care? She only got five, six years left on the planet herself. Um, you know, she's between her and Putin. They might wipe the whole damn place out. That might be the second coming, people. Jeez, I'm Pete. I'm moving to Mars. Elon, where you at, Elon, buddy? Come on, man. I want to go to Mars with you. Come on, dude. <laughs> Give me a ride. Give me a ride, man. Well, you you know that November is going to be a big red wave, and that that'll yeah. offset a lot of uh, this this nonsense. But you still have Joe Biden as president, you know, and he's which he can veto a lot of stuff. I mean, I mean, they can come back and you know put it back through again and and force it down and throw, but it takes two three years sometimes. Well, as long and, uh, as they have a majority, I mean, yeah, and they'll real, have the majority real, for a while. A real majority. I, even um, the 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 best uh, financial person the Democrats came up with today, when he came out and he said, "Look, I'm not going to lie to y'all. The very best you can hope for is two to three years before we start to see a real turnaround." And he said, "It's going to get worse before it gets better." I could not believe I heard that coming out of a Democrat's mouth. I was just stunned because everybody else, independents, libertarians, conservatives, they're all saying the same thing. Centralists, oh yeah, we're in deep shit, um, but. These people are not. Yes, but they're cursing. Okay, I'll try not to curse. I'm sorry. I didn't know. I'm sure your children have heard that word before, but I'm not going to. I'm not. I'm just going to leave that alone. Yes, I am. Um, wait, wait, who? But, you know, I, no, I think that. that uh, I, I think that your your average person out there is not not uh, a dimwit. They they can see what's going on, even if they had believed the Democrats' lie when Trump was in there, all the stuff that they said and did and how they acted. You know, uh, now you can really see the truth of it. If, if you can't, those people are really rooted in ignorance, you know, I hate to say, because oh, yeah, yeah. these people are very transparent, that they're out of control, they don't know what they're doing. They, uh, most of them have just a mentality of a 12-year-old, as far as I see. They, they really don't have a head for planning. And uh, basically, it's like having a, a ship with the, the captain being uh, some dimwit. And they don't know what they're doing. You know, and that's, that's the whole crew doesn't know what they're doing, as a matter of fact. And, and you know, you can't have that. You, you need talented people uh, in these cabinets. You need talented people in the White House that know what they're doing. The advisors need to be uh, uh, understanding of that. But, but when I see Biden, I see someone who's struggling mentally, physically. You know, and I just see him. I just see him for a few minutes, like you do. You know, he's on there with speech, 
imagine the other times of day that we don't see him. Well, yeah, well just thinking of people in the White House that I got to deal with him every day. But these people and, are willing to to risk our the, lives risk us as as victims they they uh you know these extreme liberals they're in control with these judge positions in new york city uh da the da is letting criminals go and then when they let them go they, they kill people they're yeah, smashing they windows we got the same problem down they, here. they just robbed a church of a two million two million dollar item you, you know so there's there's no shut off valve you have a mayor in New York City. He's he's full of crap. He's not even saying anything anymore. If you notice, <clears throat> I think he just doesn't know what the hell he's doing. And maybe he, he thought he was was going to know, and it was good intentions. And I supported him for a minute there, but when he went when he went to Beverly Hills for that fundraiser, that big Democratic now you know fundraiser, he had to go. Hung out with Dave Chappelle and all these other guys, these uh, uh, you know high end people. He had his little coat oh, on, this you know, against the gun violence. Did that. When I saw that, I knew that he wasn't a serious person. I know that he is just enjoying the ride. But that ride is, is uh, has to do with a lot of blood. Blood. The blood is greasing the wheels for that ride of New York City because honest people are becoming victims and they don't care. They're going to protect the criminals. They've been protecting the criminals, not the victims. So, and then all the stuff they say about black neighborhoods, but we love black people, black people, you know, they, they rule over those neighborhoods. They never do anything for anybody. And those criminals are letting go, go back and you to know the what? same that's old what, That's what's helping. But that's one of the things that's one of the things that's helping both Trump and the Republicans is one, you know, I remember Trump was it was I don't know about six years ago, right right after he, right before he got elected, and he was talking to some Democrat, and he said, well, let me ask you something. He said, you're black and you're a Democrat. What have the Democrats done for y'all in the last thirty or forty years? Can you tell me? And the dude was like, uh, and it was really embarrassing because he couldn't come up with anything. So he was at a rally and uh, a BLM rally. Well, their BLM rally was actually at one of his rallies. That's how it actually worked out there out front. And when he was leaving, he asked him, he said, well, I want to know what the Democrats have done for you. Have they helped you get better jobs? And he went on and on and on and on. And of course, they didn't do any of that. But by the time he had left president, blacks had the lowest unemployment rate in the history of our country. So did Hispanics. So did whites, for that matter. I mean, the dude was rocking. Uh, gas down here was a dollar a gallon. Yeah. I mean, come on! It's I'm gonna be paying almost four times, and everything else it was cheap. And and now here we are, you know. So whether whether Trump was flamboyant or not, which he was, but we're not gonna get into that. But he, the proof is in the pudding now. And now that we've got something to, we had Obama to compare him to, which was a disaster, and he looked way better. But now we got Biden, and the dude looks like a king, man. And everybody's he's not gonna get reelected. I said, I said I will put money if he runs, he will get reelected. And I think that's been the Republicans' plan. Four years for him, eight years for Santos. They get to control the country for 12 years. And maybe if everyone's really, 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 really lucky, we might survive this. Maybe. And that's I a big effort, get, maybe. I hope we can get to the point of another presidential election without any, without society completely falling apart. <laughs> you're li- you're it, right about that. To, when it comes to food shortages, people Jeez. won't tolerate it. And they'll, they'll attack each other, man. It's not going to be like... Uh, attacking the politicians, they're going to to just take what they can for themselves. You know, you deny any society three three days worth of meals, you're going to have anarchy. 
you know, and we're starting to see this in a lot of different places now. So you have grain problems. Uh, I just watched the whole thing about the Midwest and how in 10 years, they're not really going to be able to grow corn anymore because of the climate, because of things going on and, and the dryness uh, and the shift in uh, nature, you know. So <laughs> we rely on that stuff, you know, for we feed, for, for our animals, you know, we, we rely on it for ourselves, uh, you know. I mean, it goes on and on, but, and then the population of the world is growing at the same time. So there's bigger demands for food and, and uh, clean water, you know, other types of things. So, man, it's it's coming to a head. There'll be a tipping point, it is. of course. It, it, there is, and point. there'll be a tipping point unless, you know, there's enough of us up there bailing the other way that we might keep from hitting the tipping point. But right now, right now, we're, we're sinking. We're three quarters down and, and no one's bailing. That's the real problem. If we had people out there bailing the water out of the shit right now, we'd be okay. But we don't have that. We're kind of no. They have Republicans no aren't doing anything. I mean, it's not that they can really do anything right now, but they could try a little harder. But they're, they're not, sitting back watching. They're, yeah, they they're they're, they're they're actually enjoying watching this right. shit sink they want because the they're gonna look like heroes. Vote, yeah, which when, is when what they, they do. But but yeah. you know when they it doesn't matter. People are suffering. You know what it's I mean? So, so uh, just like Nancy Pelosi, remember when uh, she didn't want to put those payments out for the COVID payments while Trump was still in there to help people out, that, that, that second payment. They held that back. They held that money back on families that needed it because she didn't want him to get the credit. You know, she wanted the election to happen first. So people suffered that that summer uh, all the way in, in, into uh, that, you know, fall. This is the government. This is these people. They don't care. They, they have plenty for themselves. They're not struggling. They're not worried about paying their light bill. They're not worried about buying clothes for their kids or, or looking for baby formula. Think Nancy Pelosi's looking for baby formula? Of course not. You know, they, they have everything that they want and need, and, and they're like royals, right? They, they act like it. They That's what they are, in, in essence. But they're not representatives, not by any stretch of the imagination. They're not. I- that we I, we need a lot of things. One, we need term limitations. Um, and, you know, I'm all for giving them both, both the House and the Senate 12 years each. That's 24 years if you win in both. Mm-hmm. So two terms as a senator, that's 12 years. That's a long time. <laughs> we'll never and, have it as long as they're in charge. And, and they six years. Rules. But you see, Americans forget this. We can force the vote. We have the power. If we really want to, if we got to organize as a country, we can force the vote. We can put it on a ballot like in the dis- for the presidential election year. We could actually vote on pay. We could we could actually take pay raises away from them, and only give them pay raises based on the per capita income of their state, and only when it increases in that state. They don't should never get a raise when we're not making money. They should only get a raise when we're making more money. That's the way it should be. And we the people, but we give up that power. We don't want to do that because they keep us so polarized. You can't get the two sides to work on anything together. You used to be able to when I was young. It wasn't. Unheard of for the two two people to get together and work, the Republicans and Democrats, to get something accomplished for the country. But now they're just way too polarized. So one's got to get complete control before anything happens. And usually the other one just takes it all away when they come in. I mean, Trump wiped out all kind of Obama stuff. Uh, um, and then when Biden came in, he wiped out all kind of Trump stuff. It's like we're going backwards every time we get a new president. Oh, halfway backwards is what I should say. Because I didn't realize it. Uh, a friend of mine pointed out to me, Biden did keep quite a lot of Trump's policies in place. Um, so I was kind of surprised by that when I found out how many he actually kept in place. And he's actually taking heat for it, but I guess they're working. So I think he realized that certain things like 
making us independent on Middle Eastern oil was stupid. <laughs> Even Trudeau thinks it was stupid. People, and you know that's the most crooked sucker on the planet. Well, next to Nancy and Schumer and McDonald, McCall, whatever his name is. Under Trump, we were energy independent. We actually got yeah. to the point where they lifted the rule that we weren't allowed to sell uh, energy to other countries. You know, uh, especially oil and natural gas, and they lifted that rule, so people started making profits. Yes, because our surpluses were so flush, we were adding new surpluses. Yep, we were actually people. In case y'all didn't know this, we were taking oil and pumping it into wells in Texas because we had so much of it coming out of the ground. There's a company trying to get a permit. To, yeah. to drill off the coast of Texas, they found a 200-year supply of crude oil, right? So, but when Obama was in there, he put the kibosh on there and, and signed the thing where he, you know, nobody would, would be allowed to to drill there or, or up in Alaska, you know. So, I mean, they are moving. The Democrats want to move towards this green energy, but it's it's a pipe dream. It's it's not something that well can okay. come to fruition let, let, right now. But, but it's let's, something let's, that the, te- the technologies aren't perfected. So when there's a, a big demand for power, the demand relies on, on crude oil. Yeah, but now they're, the they're, just, they're killing people. When people are going to have to pay uh, a 1000 bucks a month to heat their homes this, this winter, they're not going to be able to. And that's what's going to happen. But and, and that's the point. I don't know why Americans, don't take this personally, but y'all are dumbasses. I hear people all the time, green energy, green energy. I was like, I said, okay, I, I broke it down for a friend of mine that day. He's still floored by it. I said, so if you get a Tesla, and I, by the way, I love Elon Musk. I'm a huge supporter of Elon. And we're going to talk about him later in the show. Um, if you go to Tesla, just a lithium battery alone's carbon footprint is three times what my Camry's carbon footprint is. And we're talking in a lifetime of use. Just a lithium battery. First, the lithium has to be strip mined in Afghanistan. Then it's got to be piled on a but tanker and not, shipped not to Japan. That, that well, no, cobalt. they do it at other places. Yeah, but, yeah, but they use children to do it. They, you know, you see the well, not not the lithium. They're, they're using mines. yeah, but the lithium is just using big construction equipment because you can't really use anything else to get it out. I'm talking about the people who mine it. Oh yeah, well, well it's right, in different places. Well, yeah, they die down there, man. That's that's Daryl. That's part of living in, in not in our country, I guess. But, um, I mean, so you've got all of this going around. So you do, you have people dying from all this stuff. And then, and lithium's a nasty thing to start off with. It's not like it's clean energy. When you've got to dispose of this battery, they're, they're nasty. It's, it's, you know, people educate yourself on what you're actually driving. Now, yes, electric engines are clean. They work over windings. I mean, it, it's, it's mostly copper. Uh, well, it's more than copper, but still. There's a lot of copper in there, let's put it like that. But still, I mean... In order to have this, you have to power it with something. Oh, it's electrical. Okay, yeah. Well, where are you getting electricity from? Ah, oh, you're plugging it into something that's working on either cold, nuclear, or natural gas. You're still polluting a planet, and you're doing it even more. Because on an electric car, see, my car, I fill up my car right now. It costs me about 60 bucks to fill it up. It will go about 500 miles. Okay, and then when I run out of gas, I can stop and fill it up and go another five hundred. I can, you know, drive my car twenty four hours if I want to. You're not doing that with a Tesla, my friends. After about four or five hours, uh oh, we better stop for a while, have dinner, go shopping, come back, and your Tesla might be charged in two or three hours. And it costs money to charge a car. It costs, it you know, costs it's not money. free. <laughs> People and, think it's free, and, and it's not. And free. somewhere that electricity is coming from either natural gas, cold, or nuclear. So you're not helping the planet. I don't. I don't. 
it's it, it just doesn't make any sense to me when people don't take the time to educate us. By the way, I'm pro-electric. I, and one day when we can have, when when the highways, when we put highways down, they're solar highways, because that's an invention that they're working on right now. They, they've got them out there, but they don't produce electricity. I want them to. But if you do this, if every highway on this planet was made out of a uh, out of a material that you could drive on that also picked up electricity from the sun, not only would it run every car on the planet, it would run several major cities for our lifetimes. So there's lots of ways to do this. We just, but we're not there yet. Maybe in a no, hundred years, but right now we're greedy, not. So way. why? So why do you want to punish everybody on the planet? Because Americans have more money than most people do anyway. But you're not thinking about other countries out there that are going to have to pay these absorbent gas prices. They can't. They might. So right their now, countries might not even buy the fuel. You have to buy right the notepad. Oil companies are making record profits yeah, more than they've ever made, and governments are also reaping the reward for uh, the taxes on gas. New York just laid off the tax; uh, it's almost a dollar a gallon. New York is like sixty-nine cents. Then you got federal, then you got you know yeah. local. So, so most places off. is they're, about they're, a They're going to give people a break and, and lay off a, a bit of, of that, you know. So they're going to do that until uh, you, until December thirty-first, is what they said. <clears throat> they're planning for the long haul but there's you know biden said god willing the prices will go down i mean he's, god, really, he's president make the damn prices go down he's, i mean he's come the on president you know wait wait so god, I, I got a know. question i got a question if anybody's listening it's in the federal government i gotta i gotta i gotta ask y'all a question you ever heard of a thing called the strategic reserve okay right now it's like twice the size that it used to be so Give us some of it. Give us some. Get us down to three dollars a gallon. Give us a break. I mean, come on. You better do something before midterm because if you don't, it's adios amigos. You may. I mean, I, I may have never seen a, a, a switch this big this coming this November. Everybody, you know what the thing. All is, of my Democratic it, friends said they're either sitting out or voting Republican. And when you got Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, and uh, what's his name? Uh, what's the other one? Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, and uh, uh, not Bill Gates. Who the hell is he? Damn it. There's three of them. Oh, Bill Maher saying they might vote Republican. You got problems. Anytime you hear Bill Maher, <laughs> Jeff Bezos say they're voting Republican, you're caught the bigger problem. I wouldn't put man. Bill Maher in the same billionaire category. <laughs> well, no, you know but I mean, I mean I'm, he's as famous, though, is what I meant. I mean, he's yeah. as famous as the other two. He ain't got the money they got, but that is true. You know, Jeff Bezos and Elon are like the two richest people on the planet. Um, but to hear them say that, it, they didn't change. The party changed. That says a lot. And it should help Democrats that are struggling with this right now to realize your party has just went over the this edge, is, man. This is the deal. The Department of Defense has a, a primary interest in the national security of this country. These high energy prices is a matter of national security. It, it is derailing our economy and it is destroying people. You know, we need to have uh, in, in these times, time of war, strife or, or any kind of weird reason the prices would spike because of, of fear and loathing in the market. You know, keep in mind the, the, there's plenty of oil out there. There's uh, there's reserves out there. They don't even have any space out there to 
cheap any more oil. That's how much oil there is out there. You know, uh, it, it's all about the futures market and what these people on Wall Street think, what the futures are going to do with the supply and this and that. And you only have to tell them a little bit of negative information so so the price will go sky high. We need to have an energy cap. We need to have a, a financial cap. Instead of giving billions to these other countries, we need to invest. That's our own money, by the way. Invest our own money and keep the prices at an acceptable level so people can go to work, people can heat their businesses, people can, can use that energy for what they need. And also uh, so the truck drivers don't don't get, get raked over the coals and uh, then make and all these right items now. cost more. And once prices, you know, Joe, once prices go up, they don't really go down. You know, you might see a small reduction, but once prices go up, they go up. You and know, they, and, and they rarely come back down. I mean, it's but just, these it's, companies see, oh, well, the people are willing to pay it, so let's keep the prices high. These corporations that make our food, that do these things, they're not our friends. You know, they're they're greedy people who don't care about you or me. They just care about the green not, in our to, wallet. And it used to not be like that. When I was growing up, the companies weren't like that. They wanted to help you out. They were always giving you free stuff, helping you get more free stuff. Um, you know, keeping the prices as low as they could because it, now it's it's it, it used to be a, comp, a you know they used to compete to keep your prices low. Now it's to compete to keep your prices high. Well, so, the baby formula, right? But Biden says he he knew uh, in in the middle of April about the baby formula. Right? He was he was just informed. You know, the the little redhead there, his spokesperson said they knew about it for months. Months and months, you know, months ago. Well, that's so, that you can say you can you can say thank you, Buddha butt. That's partly his problem because he's the who. What's he do? He's yeah. the guy who does what? Transportation expert, the guy who wants to be your next president. He's oh, yeah. as big as idiot as Biden is. So when when y'all get aggravated about transportation in our country, and I'm talking about trucking and everything, he's responsible for all of this. And it was great before he came in, and all of a sudden it's like we don't even pick the people for the job. Hey, I mean, how you doing? We don't even pick the right people for the job anymore. Now it's based on your sex and your skin color to get a job. I'm confused. I mean, they picked the girl to, to place Jean because she got the job because she's a woman. They said that. They were upfront about it. And then the guy, girl, whatever she was that replaced him, she had to be black and she had to be transgender. I'm, I'm confused, but that's okay. So, But what were their qualifications? And then, okay, new new Supreme Court. Well, she's got to be a black woman. Oh, what was her qualifications? Was there no nobody better than her for the job? So we've lost that. I mean, that's technically racism or sexism, whatever you want to call it. It's both. And so now we're going backwards. And this is just going to end up in a big fight down the line. So somewhere along the line, we've got to change this. An old wise black man, Farakway, once told me this. He's like this. He's like Michael. There's two types of racism: doing something for someone because of their color, and not doing something for someone because of their color. So, I mean, when people get pushed forward because of their color, gender, whatever, it's not on merit. It's it's it has something else to do, you know. And like affirmative action did that for a very long time, but. People People had to get ahead, but who were the ones that kept people back to begin with? Who what was the Jim Crow laws? Think about the KKK. Yeah. Who was the party that crafted all of these things in the past? You know, it was a Democratic Party that supported all of that. Then they're the ones in control of these horrible ghettos, and things never change. AOC is is uh, represents Queens, much of Queens, and also uh, parts of the Bronx. 
this is where there's a lot of poverty and strife. You know, she's done nothing for the people there. She's the only like thing that she, she did was keep, keep Amazon out. She uh, was they were a gonna barfly. Like she, like she, she reminds me when I was young, used to go party on time. She reminds me of little girls, little barflies that used to hang out at a bartend looking either for a husband yep. or a way out. Yeah, she's uh, a bartender. Which, I'm not hating on y'all, but I mean, no, it's not just bartenders. I bet she, a lot I of bet she wasn't bartenders. even a good bartender. I bet she got no, she by on, on her looks and that they kind of put her in there, you know, serve people a beer, and that's pretty much it. But then here she is in this powerful role. But she's backed by billionaires. And they 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 chose her out of 10,000 people. They, they wanted something who was going to appeal to people uh, because of their looks, because of, of their gender, because of uh, you know, uh, I mean, like, you know, even their, their, uh, uh, you know, their, their status. I mean, everything about them that they need, they needed to, a salesperson, man. It's a salesperson, right? And they yeah, got basically, that. But yeah. so you know, come on, the woman wanted to build a train to England. You know what I mean? You know, it, it, she, she, it, <laughs> I don't even know where to start with, with the whole Green New Deal, but it's unrealistic. They can't make it work. We don't have the technology to make these things work. Well, you know, Amelia reminded me when she popped in about Trudeau again. Trudeau, they're coming for you. Yeah, we're talking about this too much, man. Let's let's get on to Trudeau's little pink short. Well, no, 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 no. I mean, no, no, no. I just because she reminded me, we seen it because we mentioned it at the beginning of the show. Trudeau's always under investigation for something, but now they got him caught on two things, and it seems like they're going after him. It always amazes me, though. When I watch, when I talk to my Canadian friends, which there's six on this network alone, and I have a few more besides that out there and, uh, and scattered all across Canada. They never see the same news we do about their country, but it's funny because honestly, we do not see the same news that they see about our country, especially like if I'm watching British news, Oh my God, they're talking about stuff that our media should be talking about, but they're not. And it's, it's to me, it's scary when I, when I turn on, I got this one thing on my television. That it's got a, it's actually on Roku. It's got a, it's like 28 countries on it, 30 countries, and you go through all of them, and they got all these different stories. And there's a lot of the same stories, but then there's a lot of different stuff because it's different countries. And when you see them theme out, oh, my God, what happened to America? We're in shit. That's the only way I can say it. And then when you hear Trudeau setting up a ministry in case the U.S. collapses to protect ourselves, all right, people, I don't even know what to tell you. I, I'm, I'm 59 years. I've never seen that in my whole life, ever, ever. I've never even seen the world think America could possibly be that weak. And world, and I know a lot of y'all are listening tonight, we're not. So be careful here. Y'all thought that under Clinton. Because at the end of Clinton's regime, all that stuff was going on and everybody was fighting. And y'all thought, oh, no. And then you thought that under Bush, too. Don't make you that know, mistake. It's, it's funny. People had this uh, this idea that that Canada was so free, and then you know if things went sour here in America, you go go to Canada. I feel for the Canadians. Free. It's the opposite in Canada. They're not free. They're red. It's a, it's yes. a red. Uh, you know they're not red. Plus, a there's a little. They're, they're yeah. communist red. Uh, so <laughs> let me look at this headline. Trudeau, Trudeau's government has adopted dozens of secret. Hello, Trudeau government has adopted dozens of secret cabinet orders since coming to power, and you know, seventy-two, as a matter of fact, secret orders hidden from Parliament and Canadians. You know, so I mean, does that sound like a guy who's there for the people? You know, uh, so I mean, the, and this is all coming out, but he's also had those ties to those uh, construction companies. You know. The word where they got the deal and then he got the kickback. So he's he's a corrupt, 
politician, just like a whole bunch of others. But he hides on under the guise of "I'm here for the people, here for the people." But he's not. He's not. Now, most of these people are not here for the people. It's uh, no. Trudeau. Trudeau scares me because he's just a weirdo, man. You know what he reminds me of? One of them Bohemian people who are into pedophilia. Um, he does. He worries me. I'm worried one day they're going to hear him. Him and a, the Pope's going to be hanging out with five little children or something. It's um, he just he's just got that look about him. I don't know. I don't trust him. In the terms but you know what? China, that that China, might be why him and Biden. That might that might be why him and Biden are all cozy. They might share that weirdness together. You know, um, I want let's talk serious, Joe. You know, I mean, I I really want to uh, understand like this guy's mentality because it's our border. And it's also an unprotected border. You know, and uh, and his dealings with the Chinese and his dealings with uh, Russia, it, it's a, a scary thing, especially since he's very weak. You know, but when he's he's mm-hmm. got his shadow government and he's operating uh, away from the knowledge of Canadian people in Parliament, that's something that has to stop. You know. Yeah. Well, uh, Trump put a big damper in that. Trump put a really big damper in that. I don't know what my Uncle Cracker's doing, but. Uh, Trump put a big damper in it. When Trump found out that they were letting in 5,000 Chinese troops coming over there and train or 10,000, Trump flipped out. He was like, no, 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 no. Because in, uh, in the beginning, they were going to let them bring their equipment over, and Trump said we would consider that an act of war. So all the, all the Canadians could do was allow them to bring them over and use Canadian equipment, which they couldn't only use Canadian equipment. couldn't use anything that was American. And uh, I don't know if Biden changed that stance or not, but bringing for China to bring their equipment to, to Canada, we, we would consider an act of war. It's part of the America's treaty. In case you ought to notice, ladies and gentlemen, there's a there's a treaty that all the American, all with exception like Venezuela and Cuba, didn't sign. I know Brazilians part of it. It's it's just the America's treaty. We have a treaty that kind of dictates how the Americas actually work. That's why there's not a bunch of communist countries over here. Uh, it's it's just a it's just a thing. Technically, it's like one big country. People get confused because. You know, I say all the time, well, Canadians are Americans. Oh, no, Canadians. No, they're Americans. They're North Americans. They're Americans. Just like Mexicans are Americans and Brazilians are Americans and everybody else that lives on these three continents are Americans. He's going to uh, visit. uh, I agree. uh, No one should trust that bastard. Um, He is. He is. I don't know. He scares me. He worries me. Thank God he ain't got no nukes to play with. And and since Trump kind of put the kibosh on him, I don't, I don't know where it's going with the, the Chinese thing. They kind of not want to talk about it because it was kind of an embarrassment for both countries. They basically got caught with their hands in the cookie jar. And and God knows what they were giving Trudeau for that. I mean, you know, there must have been tons of money. While, while we, we know a lot of Canadian people and love them to death, uh, they're, they're not aggressive people at all. You know, they, they've been beaten into submission over the years. And they're not in aggressive. In, in, like, like, <laughs> That's God you know, harsh, man. These politicians, it's yeah. <laughs> true, though. These politicians, like in America, they understand how, how Americans, you know, have one, we have hundreds of millions of guns in our, in our public, which has kept other countries throughout the years saying we can't invade America, we'll be killed, everybody's got a gun, you know, and this, this is a, a self-defense, common knowledge, national security type of thing too, you know, uh, like, hey, you know, you don't mess with a country where the citizens are armed, like in Norway. In Norway, they, they not only uh, arm the citizens, teach them how to use the, these, these rifles, they, these families keep the rifles for generations and even pass them down. They're, they're proud of, the, of what they are, their civil defense, you know. But 
I mean, we have a, a terrible situation if we if we can't. I mean, we can rely more on on the Mexican government than than the Canadian government. How crazy is that? You know, uh, of of ally wise, I, I don't trust the Canadian government. I don't trust what they do, and it's not like the Canadian people would ever rise up and and you know uh, put put a stop to this. They're just going to sit back and watch what's going on, and they have all different types of opinions. But also, you know, the population up there isn't all that much. You know, so so it, I think it's very limited, man. You know, but uh, I wouldn't trust Trudeau not for anything. And he's already proved himself to be a, a criminal, hasn't he? He's a criminal. Well, they have, and uh, I know, I know, uh, I know the Canadians weren't happy with him bringing Chinese troops into their country. Uh, I mean, they are a small country. We're thirty-eight million, thirty-six million, or something. Um, I mean, Chinese get you know four or five battalions over there. They could be in trouble. I mean, they're not a fighting. That's not what they do. They they rely on us to do that, just like right. a lot of the European countries do. Uh, which is which is okay. I mean, America for the most part don't mind because we like blowing shit up, but uh, we don't want to blow anything of our neighbors up. We'd rather not have to. You know, they want to ban guns in Canada. That's great. I don't want people to shoot themselves up there. You know what I mean? <laughs> so mm-hmm. so that's fine. You know, whenever. You know, I'm part of a couple of different gun clubs, and uh, and I like to target shoot. Not, I'm not a hunter, but I like to target shoot. But but we have NRA events, and the NRA come to town. They set up their thing. They want people to, to sign up. But the one thing that stands out about the NRA and also the gun clubs is that you have to know how to use the gun. You have to be checked out, trained, taught how to use it and clean it and do all that before you can even take your first shot. So all these people who are protesting against the NRA because of these mass shootings not one of these mass shooters was part of the nra as far as i know well you know, they, sure. they probably aren't and they probably aren't and a lot of mass shooters are not are not conservatives or, or republicans so you know like the guy who shot up all the republicans in dc that's a democrat the one who shot up all the people are, in, i have friends who are democrats that are bigger gun nuts than most of the people that i know they love their guns so it's, it's not even a thing they don't want to lose their guns you know because of, yeah. of a couple people that are uh you know that yeah. that are off the wall. These people are mentally ill, man. It's a mental illness. That's so, that they have. I, but I've got I got a thing about about guns, and it always cracks me up when people start telling me about guns. So <clears throat> the other day, I'm talking to a group of friends, <clears throat> a couple of good liberal friends in there. Oh no, Joe, you're wrong. Guns kill people. I said, No, you dumbass. Guns don't kill anybody. People kill people. I said the certain guy who shot you with a gun could run over your car, stab you to death. If he wants to kill you, it's not going to matter. He's going to kill you. And I said, While we're on your subject, think about it like this. Cars kill about twice as many people as guns do. They maim 10 times as many people as guns do. I said, so why aren't we banning cars? I said, I said, I said, plus, let's not forget cars are helping kill the planet. I said, so they kill more people, maim more people, and they're causing harm to the planet. But, oh, no, we don't want to, we don't want to ban cars. I mean, come on, Joe, are you crazy? No, I mean, you're complaining about guns, which aren't doing near the damage as the cars are. And don't think people, there's not accidents that are on purpose. There are lots of them. Uh, first, we just know from credit card, I mean, not credit card, from, from credit fraud uh, and insurance fraud, there's tons of them. And then there's just people who get angry, like the lady who bocked over her husband in a driveway or the lady who put her two kids in a car and shot it into a lake. I mean, really, it, it's not like an innocent thing. And we're going to try to act like it is. Plus, we got to have a gas station in every corner in the United States or in the world for that matter. So really, I mean, if you're going to talk about what's causing harm, and for that matter, let's ban cancer. I mean, or they high, have 38 high million blood people. pressure, which means all the good food's got to be banned. They have 38 I mean, really, million in Canada, 
Yeah. California's got 39.35. And California went way yeah. down. But that's going to change. California's going to drop. California's going to be like 37. Texas might even pass. California prices yeah. are crazy. Uh, their gas prices are crazy. Highest in the nation. People can't afford to live. They're leaving. You know, it's funny. I was, I was telling my friend last time I was in Austin how expensive it was. Well, he just moved there from California. He's like, Joe, man, you got to be shitting me, man. It's like half the price is this in Cali. I said, but it's twice the price where I live. He's like, you got to be kidding me. I'm like, no. I said, dude, it's cheap in the South to live. I said, because we're not greedy pigs, man. And we grow our own food and have our own beef <clears throat> and our own fuel. I said, we're pretty self-sufficient down here. It makes it easier. I said, all you people who live in places where there's 50, 60 million people, of course you can't be self-sufficient because there's no way to be. Then took all the land up. Uh, you got to find food from somewhere else. Get your food from the Virginias, man. There you go. Eat some pine nuts. There you go. That'll work. Um, I don't know, guys. All I can tell you is if you live in Canada. Y'all are in the same boat we are. We both got morons for leaders. Uh, I mean, that's as politely as I can say it. What do you mean? You're talking about, uh, what's his name? Uh, Johnson. Is that his name? Boris Johnson. Is that his name? Yeah, they think they're getting rid of him. I don't know. I don't think they're going to. Bo- Bojo. He's like a, I think yeah, Bojo's he's like a the only one that, <clears throat> I think that Bojo's the only one that uh, knows what the hell he's talking about right now. The, the, there's These other leaders, I wouldn't trust any of them. I wouldn't trust Macron. He's, he's weak. He's weaker than baby poop, man. Oh, yeah. You know? So, so you need strong leadership. Right Germany's kind of stepping, stepping up with some strong leadership. They have strong words for this situation in, in Ukraine. Now, now we are giving the the those missiles, the art, artillery rockets. Yes, because that's that's to, typical to Biden. Oh no, we're not going to give them to him. Well, first, no, first we're giving them to him. Oh, oh first no, we, we can't first do that. we were, then we weren't, then we, we were, weren't, then we and now weren't, we are. Now we are. Now we are. So figure that time. out. That all happened yeah. within a few days. Because he told them, or somebody told them, as long as you don't shoot them in the Russian territory, it's okay. So now you just gave the Russians a thing. If they shoot them in the Russian territory, does that allow them to retaliate against us? Because, you know, they wouldn't be able to do it if we didn't give them to them. So I'd be a little pissed. I might go blow up one of our bases for that for that reason. And then what are we going to say? Uh, or they're going to say, well, you gave them the weapons, so, you know, we're just getting rid of the weapons. Where the weapons might be stored in Poland or Germany or wherever. That's what Germany's scared of. The new prime minister said that sending weapons from here might give Russia the idea that wherever the warehouses are, they could attack them. Like they could even get that far into into territory. NATO well, would flip out because Germany's like in the middle of the territory. You'd have to fly across a lot of countries to get to Germany. I'm, I'm just thinking the Russians' planes are not that stealthy, guys. <laughs> it's just it's not going to happen. Um it, it, you know, man, it, it you can't say here's a weapon, but don't use it. You know, uh, if things happen, they happen. You know, I, I'm not one that believes if a country's at war with another country, everything is fair game in that country, no matter what. And uh, you know, for America to say, well, you know, here are the rules. Here's the rules of engagement. So they Russia has no rules. They're gonna do what they want to do. Uh, you know, but but yet. We're giving the Ukraine these, this equipment. They have rules or whatever, man. You know what I mean? You, you want them to be successful and, and have an advantage, the, the rockets, so it will give them an advantage, you know, over the, the, the Russian artillery. You know, you know the big general, that one that uh, they put on there a few weeks ago, uh, the one that fought in, in uh, Syria, he's gone. They don't even know where he is. The, the, he's, 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 he's fired. So whatever that means, whether maybe mm-hmm. Putin fired him out of a cannon or shot him. But he's gone. He also fired five other generals this week, you know. So, so it's not working out for them. And now we're giving them nine drones, and the drones carry Hellfire missiles, which are, are very interesting 
little bits and the drones can fly a long time over 30 hours and uh you know it's going to help them with their intelligence and that type of stuff so uh, i think the ukrainians have done uh an interesting job i mean with with handheld and shoulder filed rocket I, I just actually me personally i can't believe how many tanks have been completely destroyed especially in the beginning when when putin was floating these tanks remember the videos uh, when they were amassing on the border the tanks going yeah. through the mud and doing all this stuff and they were like bragging how powerful they are and now they're just on the road like junk you know they just junk and when they send trains of more tanks down there these guys have shoulder rockets there's javelins they blow up the train they blow up all the tanks on the train you know they're like sitting ducks and you think like why are these why are they doing this? Like, why is it? Is this really the Russian strategy of, uh, of just be these bumbling uh, people? And the Wagner Group, the Wagner, the Wagner lost one of their big generals last week in an airplane. They shot him down with a stinger. And this, this is Putin's private army, man. This is his best of the best. If we compare our own troops to that, we look at Navy SEALs or, or uh, you know, special forces, right? So they just took out a large group of Wagner, which was a whole bunch of mercenaries. And the other troops, the Russian troops, are seeing this. The regular old, the guys who, who have no ability, no nothing, they're just they're in a uniform with a gun in their hand, and they're seeing these, these high elite troops being taken out, and they're leaving. They're getting out of there. Their, their girlfriends, mothers, and wives are telling them to come home. You know, so, so at some, it's going to bust. At some point, it's going to bust. When it busts, it's up to Putin what happens. He, he's not going to back out, you know. Yeah, I'm just hoping his kids convince him and not nuking the planet. It's uh, what is this? Who sent me this? Wait, wait, wait. The nation of Turkey is headed with being associated with a large bird that is best known for a symbol of North Americans. Thanksgiving. Oh, Turkey's changing its name. Get the out of here, man. Delicious. They are delicious. Yeah. Their countries is rebranding to T U R K I Y E. Okay, I'm not even going to try to say that. It says Turkey. That's how they got it broke up. Turkey. Okay, I'm leaving that. I don't know where you hear that. I haven't heard that. It's yet. on. It's on uh, CNN's World News. Yeah, I don't it's, know. Uh, CNN. <laughs> they, I, well, I got them all over. I got Fox. I got CNN. I got MSN. I got Yahoo News, and I got yeah, uh, uh, NBC's News. I always keep them open when we're doing new shows. Because wait, you know what? I'm glad you said that. Because just now, where was it? Was it over here? There's a breaking story coming in. Um, hold on. Where did it go? I just seen developing. Oh, there it is. Stabbing attack. Two nurses and a doctor wounded at Los Angeles Hospital. Suspect is still inside. Yeah. Um, this is developing. This is live right now, people. So there you go, gunners. Didn't even bring a gun, just a knife. Every day there's something. Knives, cars, trucks, guns. But that's what I'm saying. You think you're going to take guns away and that's going to stop people from murdering people. It's not. People get angry. you got to take... Let me ask y'all something. Why is there so many more school shootings under Democrats than the Republicans? And don't have to take my word for it. Look it up. You can just look up school shootings and mass shootings, and you will find that for some reason or another, there are far more under Democrats than they are under Republicans. Because under Trump, oh, I'll tell you virtually why. none. I'll tell you why. Because over the years, especially the last 15, 16 years, they have put a message out there to, to people, especially these, these mentally ill people, that you know if you're offended or if someone doesn't uh, share the same ideas as you, the same view as you, uh, if you have suffered in any type of way, uh, it's okay for you 
for you to attack. It's okay for you to strike back. And these people who are mentally ill take it to a higher level. But in Texas, the gun wasn't the problem. The police were the problem. Because yeah, when that, that guy, first of all, the guy should have never been allowed to even enter the school. He, he was being pursued by the police. They saw him with the gun. They could have taken him out. It was the that, that cop who, who told uh, the 19 cops out in the hallway when they, the guy barricaded himself in the room and was shot and shooting those kids one at a time. It was that guy who said, do not engage. Don't, don't engage. You know, they made him a city council person a couple of days later because he had been voted in. They, they signed him in. That's the leader of that community. And he failed. They should have engaged immediately. The, the Texas code of conduct when it comes to an active shooter is to, if they start shooting, you engage immediately. If it's not a hostage situation. Yeah, that's what it is. That's almost every state in the union. Uh, you breach the you know, door, then the guy, the guy is automatically going to start firing at the police. You know, uh, one lieutenant's like, well, I didn't want to get my men killed. That's, that's what you're dealing with in Texas, folks, which yeah. is a disgrace, a disgrace. You know who would do that? The, the sheriff the department in, in New York. I, I've seen a lot of unprofessional, and I know there's good people in there. I'm not going to knock them and make a broad statement, but like when it comes to state troopers, they actually are very, very professional, you know, so, and also city police too, you know, NYPD, maybe not all of them. Man. There's some crazy stories out there that, that one that lap danced her, uh, her lieutenant. And now she's trying to play the female card saying, Oh, if a man did it, nobody would be talking talking about it let me tell you honey if a man lap danced his uh lieutenant uh yeah people will be talking about it you know but she has this incredible oh, yeah. body and whatever and it, here she is and the guy's married too and then it went viral you know she's a rookie so here you have this rookie this female throwing herself at this dude you know lap dancing him but she got in trouble because uh, one of her relatives got arrested in new jersey dwi and she walked into the barracks uh drunk and was berating the police and said that she's going to bring him up on charges because he did the wrong thing. And she got uh, she got arrested for that. And also, you know, uh, she's not going to be able to be a police officer anymore. <clears throat> but, you know, talk about setting female police officers back 100 years, right? Oh, I know. Oh, you know what? This is a good time. Hold on. This is a good time for me to give away a free book. You know, guys, eight dollars and five cents for a gallon of regular gas at an LA gas station. Oh my God, man, that's horrible. Hold on, let me find nine nineteen for diesel. Right again. Oh, there we nine nineteen for diesel. How big are those uh, so, tanks on a truck? Mine to fill up where I am right now. My my truck truck. No a tractor. Uh, it would it, it would a tractor trail. Oh God, no! You're you're paying at five dollars a gallon. You're probably paying four hundred dollars a tank or more or more. Uh, but it, wait, we're going to go back to what we were talking about. So, so this, I'm going to give this book away. Okay. So it's uh, which one is this? This is volume 32. So it's a great anthology. I mean, anthology, anthology, sorry. And uh, it's 12 great stories in there. I'm going to get that book away for you. If you can tell me what president had the most mass shootings and school shootings in the history of the United States. And I might put it, well, that's good enough. I know who it was. I always knew who it was in the beginning, but and who had the least, and we're talking modern history. Well, mass shootings really didn't happen back in the day. So uh, we're talking about modern history in the last, say, 50 years. Who had the most? Anybody? Everybody scared? Uh, hey, Jay, you're around. You can join us, man. I didn't know you were around. Um, who do y'all think it was? You can write me an icon, and if, if you get it there, if, if somebody don't get it here and you get it there, I'll give you all the book. But 
I'm getting ready to spill the beans. So if you're going to write to me, you better do it fast because, you know, even my emails will tell me what time it was. Reagan did have the lease. Uh, well, Trump actually, I think, had the lease. But um, yes, Trump did have the lease. I can't believe that. But the guy who had the most was Barack Hussein Obama with 128. That is more than all the rest of the presidents combined almost twice. So proves my point. The worse the leader, the more violence there is in the United States. When we have strong leaders, there is less violence. Reagan was a strong, off-your-pants kind of leader. He did hardly no violence. Trump was the same way. There just wasn't hardly any mass shootings. There was lots of BLM crap, um, but that was Democrat-inspired. There wasn't any real mass shootings. One guy tried to run over some people, which was kind of stupid. But um, So he had very few. But here we are with Barack. And now here's here's Biden. I think he's 15 or 20 already. He's already passed that baby Bush. And we're only not even two years into his prayer. It won't be two years till November. And he's, I, I don't know what it is with Democrats. Every time we get a Democratic president, even Clinton, I think Clinton had 28 or 30. And he was a pretty strong president. But for some reason, under Democrats, the amount of mass shootings go up through the ceiling. Now, there was a couple under Trump. I just don't remember how many. I have to go look. The Democrats do not, for some reason, they do not portray strength across the nation anymore. Maybe, well, not since I've been alive, they never Trump, has. Those uh, fake protesters that, that rob people, hurt people, uh, stab uh, you know, raped and also burned down police stations. That was that was the, the Democrats team. They, they, you know, they and then nobody ever was held accountable. They they fanned the flames. Obama did, Hillary did. They they said keep doing what you're doing, keep out, go out there protesting, you know, whatever. And they supplied a lot of dark money to those people to to go Antifa and Black Lives Matter and all these groups that came out. That basically were uh, the brute squad, you know. Yeah, I'm gonna start the it's nothing, nothing new on the sun. It's a brute squad, just with a different name. Go out there and hurt people. You know, if someone's saying something you don't like, uh, throw a rock at their head or stab them. That's what they do. You know, look at Antifa. Yeah, the, the whole all those groups. You know, I don't want to get into them all because I don't want to write me hate mail. And but so many of them need to just go the way of the dodo bird. But unfortunately, under our constitution they have the right to exist as long as they're not causing harm. But, you know, it's borderline with a lot of them. I don't know what's going to go on with the, the BLM girl. I mean, there's $65 million nobody can account for. She's got, they said one mansion, now they're saying two mansions. Originally they said three, but now it's down to two. Um, that's, I, I think that's six. the global. Uh, all, all in all from the uh, beginning of their, their buying, the, their yeah. buying power. But she's also yeah. paying people a ton of money that she doesn't need to pay. Yeah, we know, that we know she's in trouble. Yeah, we know her brother's was got she's paid. Blaming who? She's blaming who? She blaming Joe. I don't know who she's blaming. Who's she blaming? She's, I ain't heard of blaming. She's blaming conservatives. She's oh, blaming she's conservative media. Well, she's that going to jail. So her. Her. Of course they're targeting her because she's a thief. Wait, what got me is uh, um, the the guy, who, uh, one of the big protesters guys, he came out today and said, why would y'all even believe in BLM? He said, I didn't. He said, and I said it on the air and publicly and all over the place. He said, most of my black friends didn't. He said, actually, I don't know any black people got behind BLM. I, I said, well, somebody did because they were protesting in the streets. He said, yeah. He said, he said, but you know, he said a lot of them people were paid. 
he said, I'm not saying they were actors or anything. They were just paid. He said they, they were paying yeah, three dollars to go rampage to the streets. And uh, he said, and he said, and I'm not even sure someone won't be brought to other cities. He's like, uh, he said, because I noticed when we looked a couple of times, it looked like they were familiar faces. I said, well, I don't know. I didn't yeah, watch. They, they bust them around. They put them in buses and they brought them to different places. I said, as long as they weren't coming to my city, I wasn't, I wasn't really paying attention. Because he, we were talking about what's his name, the kid who shot up those people. And they tried to say, oh, because he, he was racist and this, that, and the other thing. No, y'all tried to attack him. He shot y'all. Uh, you, and what gets me is you see a, you see the kid with the gun. He was, what is I can't think of uh, Millhouse or Morehouse or something, whatever his name was. He um, he shot those three because they tried to attack him while he had his gun. He came over. His friend called him over to come help defend. And he wasn't even old enough to have a gun. Um <laughs> And uh, but they said he was he was to a self defense. Written house, that was it. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, that was it. And um, you know he got off. I'm sure everybody wasn't happy about it. But you, look, you don't run up to somebody who's got a gun in their hands. I never understood why would you run up to someone, especially a young person, which you don't know how they're going to act. You know, you really don't have a clue how these how this person's going to respond. Um, why would you somebody run up there with a gun? Why would somebody in Yellowstone walk up to a grizzly bear and, and think it's like a cat? You know, no, because that I can or, see or, people are just bison. stupid. Or bison, yeah, people are stupid, and they get bold and brazen in their stupidity. You know, all the video games they play have a reset button. Life has no reset button. Yeah, life when stuff doesn't. happens, so, it goes down. It go, happens oh, for real. Awesome, so, you know? so and that's the problem. These these Antifa guys live in their parents' basements and they don't have any kind of life, no responsibility. They don't have to work, nothing like that. They get together for, you know, every time a Republican is going to speak, they send them and they throw bricks at people's heads, you know, and the police stand there and do nothing. So, so again, the police fail. We have a problem with the police in the U.S. of yeah, not and, doing their jobs. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm going to give you a good, I'm going to give you a great segue in how two parishes next to each other, how they're different. So, Today, I'm going to pick up a prescription, right? So I see this cop's got this guy pulled over in the parking lot. So I stopped because this old lady was having a hard time backing out, trying to get out the, the parking lot. And this lady behind me just blowing her horn. And I'm thinking, bitch, just calm down. So I flip it a bird. The cop goes over there and tells her, chill out. Stop with the horn. I was pissing the cop off because the cop was trying to talk to this guy, you know, whatever this, this kid was doing. So he's over there telling the woman, chill out, you know, wait till this old lady gets out. And uh, the guy tried to run. The, the other officer was trying to hold him. The guy was trying to run. So the cop runs mm -hmm. back over. He's trying to get him. Well, while this is all going on, three carloads of girls pull up, right? And they're screaming and hollering at the cops. Next thing I know, they, I, I pull in the parking lot. I go into the store. I come back out. There are people everywhere. There are 14 cop cars, Mike. 14. Four out on one highway, four out on another highway, and all the rest were in the parking lot. There were people everywhere. So this is a lesson for people, Okay. This guy tried to run. He got arrested. They brought him in. He had his two kids with him. He got his ass arrested. So, and the bad part is he he was wearing clothes that made me think he might have been you know a senior in high school or something. But anyway, these other cars, I guess friends of his showed up. So the one girl's telling the cop something. The cop told him stop. He said sit down. I'll talk to you in a minute. And then she starts her car. Well, the cop flipped out. He said don't start your car. Turn your car. She kept telling him it's off. It's off. He said I can hear the car running. And she, he said I'm gonna tell you this one more time. Turn your car off. Oh shit, no. Oh, no, no, no. So he grabs her by the arm, drags her. She slaps him. She bites him. She kicks him. She scratches him. So he tells her, every time you hit me is one year in jail. 
He said, you're assaulting an officer. So she calmed down for so He grabbed her little handcuffed and threw her on the floor. I uh, threw her on the ground. Grabbed, the other girl's over there done slapping. So he drags her out the car handcuffs. I put in the, the two girls in the back are kind of chilling. Then they get out and try to run. The cops on the other side grabbed them, dragged them out. So all of a sudden, now there's five of them on the ground. The other two loaded the car acting the same way, except for two girls there. All that rest of them flipped out. And uh, these cops, so these are Jefferson Parish cops. You should have never hit him. You're going to jail in Jefferson Parish. New Orleans, and this is the problem. These girls look like they were probably from New Orleans originally, or maybe they were just in Metairie. But in New Orleans, you hit a cop. You'll be out in a week. I mean, you'll be out the next day. They'll let you out because the jail's too full. And when it comes time to go to the trial, they'll just drop it. It won't even be a big deal. But in Metairie, it's not like that. You assault an officer, you're going to jail. It's just two different. I mean, because Mayor Cortell, she's from Compton, California. That's where she hailed from. She moved down here to go to school at Xavier and got into politics. And get this woman. So she's under indictment for credit card fraud from the water company. She's using their credit card for $50,000. So she runs for mayor and wins against a judge. I was like, yeah. so that's why she didn't get any trouble. for. They just told her to pay back the money and you won't be in trouble. Now, she might have went to jail. It's just, just so corrupt. So up there in New Orleans, they're very liberal. And, you know, it's a blue part of the state. And they just let everybody out of jail. I mean, here's another perfect story for you. They they let these carjackers out. They got caught three different times. Three guys carjacking. So they're carjacking this truck. They wanted this guy got a brand new Ford F-150 fully loaded. He's sitting in his truck. One guy comes up to the other window with a gun. And two guys got knives. Get out your truck. Get out your truck. So he slides up. She's like Yosemite Sam, buddy. He got a 44 in one hand, a 9 millimeter in the other hand. And you can hear him. I got loud and clear. One of you or all of you are going to die, but no one is getting my truck. And I go, I kill you, I kill you. And he reached over with that 44 and popped around. That thing sounded like a can. Wow. Them kids started running. He popped off one night. He said, you run any further, I'm going to shoot you. He said, sit down on the ground, kid. Through. He, he went and got them straps out the back of the truck, strapped the hand, strapped on, and said, waiting for the cops. And uh, But it shows you right there. He went and had a gun. He either got shot or lost his truck or both. But he come out of there. Yeah, I mean, it know, was hilariously that- funny. Scary, they coddle, they coddle the criminals. They they enable them. Yeah. Uh, they do, uh, and uh, they get no time, no nothing. Like in New York City, they're going in, they're going out. It's just catch and release for these heavy crimes. Yeah. Uh, it, it's got to stop. There's got to be a point. You know, every state's got their different laws, and the southern states are a little more intense when it comes to uh, you know punishing mm-hmm. people than than of course you know uh, California or New York. You know, but it. But look what's happened, you yeah, know, and, totally and now right. people are screaming for, for more police. And look what's happened, man. But we live in a society that, you know, like, like I want to talk about the whole Amber Heard thing, right? And Johnny oh, Depp. The that Amber Heard thing, okay. Today. But, but we live in a society where, um, you know, like look at men. Men, men are, are vilified, you know, toxic masculinity, all this other stuff that people say. And, and now women are out there being pulled. I just read a, a thing in Cosmopolitan. This article popped up. Not that I read Cosmopolitan all the time. Is that women uh, feel like their men can't protect them? You know, uh, be, because they they lost the because of the boys. whole, the whole uh, Me Too toxic masculinity. But look at Amber Heard. You know, here's a woman who is an abuser. She abused the guy. She physically, mentally, all kinds of abuse. I was in a relationship like that too. You know. She didn't poop in the bed, but it was uh, 15 years of that kind of uh, of abuse, you know. And and 
but who do you go to? I, I couldn't go to the police. I couldn't go. You know, here I am, this big dude, six foot five, giant guy. You know, people are like, oh yeah, whatever, you big, you big baby, and that that type of thing. So you just deal with it. You deal with it. But but yet it was like a continual hammer, like a swing of a hammer, twenty four hours a day. She she middle of the night, three o'clock in the morning. Uh, start start going off, you know, about whatever she f- felt like she needed to go off. She sent me texts all night long too, uh, which which shows you <laughs> of, of what a horrible person I was. Meanwhile, uh, I was just uh, you know just trying to to survive every day and raise her kids and and you know in this situation. But I'll tell you, I like this victory for Johnny Depp. It's a victory for all men uh, out there that have stood or wrongfully accused. It's an encouragement for the men out there who are being abused. To come forward and, and let them know. And look, you know, Amber Heard, pretty girl, blonde hair, nice body, uh, you know. But of course, they, that's what got her off the, the hook many times. But she lied on the stand. She, people, as soon as you lie, get caught in one lie on the stand. Yeah, that's no, really you're, it, you're, you know? yeah, that's pretty much it. Nobody, your credibility is shot after that. And, uh, but what I just... also find interesting is that, so she got, you know, Johnny Depp uh, is, is going to receive apparently $10.4 million. Before the, this case, she was uh, supposedly worth 8 to $10 million. Now, after the case, she says she's broke because she spent all of her money. So basically, the money she has is the money that she got from him, the $9 million for uh, their divorce that she was going to give to charity, and she lied about that. Now, they're going after her and looking to arrest her. Because she had, you know, said she donated this money, and she didn't. But she's been on a spending spree. She's been traveling, doing her thing, buying, you know, uh, you know, thirty thousand dollar purses, going crazy. Every, I mean, really, thirty thousand dollar purse, you know. So she's she's oh, mental. Man. I want a thirty thousand dollar purse just so I can pawn the damn thing. Or she sell she it. was riding the carousel. She she got she got with the wealthy people. Whatever mm-hmm. these guys saw in her, they did. You know, uh, she's over twenty years younger than Johnny Depp. Hey, beast man. Uh, the same, Hey. Same same for Elon that she ran to him, but she likes the money guys. But she just bought big mansion out in the desert. I guess she wanted to be away from everybody. And and oddly <laughs> enough, true, she Dana. was using she was using her homeowner's policy to pay for her lawyers. There, there's a clause in in homeowner policies that if you get sued for defamation, uh, they they can represent you. But unless well, there's no she wrongdoing. got double jeopardy because Elon said he's paying for her lawyers. Well, there's there's no wrongdoing. So, but there was wrongdoing on her part. So now she's not covered for those payments. She has to pay uh, for her lawyer. She has sense. to pay for his lawyer. So, so and so, court fees and the court fees and the court fees. Yeah, and that's going to be a lot of them. So we're going to backtrack a few minutes because somebody just sent me all all of the president's mass shooting. So. I got a question. You know who had the less, the least, right? We talked well, be, about before it. we continue. I just want to finish, finish yeah, my yeah. thought. No, go ahead, go ahead. You know what? She made herself the the face of the Me Too movement. She she ran to the front, and meanwhile, she knows she's she's a liar. And, and you know, this is another thing that these people have no credibility. You know, and now now again again, you have a situation where. Uh, you have someone, uh, you know, I can go down the list of, of Harvey Weinstein or even uh, the, the Cuomo, no, you yeah. know, uh, I mean, this guy looked at me weird or, you know, uh, I didn't like the way he hugged me. You know, it, it's gone beyond uh, molestation and rape. It, it's become, oh, you know, he said, let's play, uh, let, let's play naked poker, you know, a strip poker, you know, it, it's gone beyond these, these horrible things to uh, include innuendo. 
And then these guys are, 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 you know, guilty in society. These people make these claims, you know, he did this, so he, he raped me. Remember the, the college student? She said that uh, those two guys raped her, uh, you know, because she had a boyfriend. She was trying to hide that. She was just being a, a rotisserie chicken for, for these two guys. You know what I mean? And she didn't want a, a cop to it. But, but yet, those guys were suspended from, from college. They lost their tuition. The, the case took two and a half years to prove them innocent. Then she finally came forward saying that she lied. And nothing happened to her. Nothing happened to her. She ruined their lives. People will always think of those guys as the ones who raped that girl. You know, even if they're found innocent, it doesn't matter if they're found innocent. Their brains are already poisoned. You know, and Mike, with the, with the, is, with the Amber Heard Johnny Depp case, um, that she did not only did she uh, defame his character. I mean, he's not hurting. Don't get me wrong; he's he's still doing pretty well. But she lost him the job as Gellert Grindelwald in the the Fantastic Beast series. Um, part of the, it, part of it also, I think he lost his job with the uh, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean franchise due to these uh, these. He these might cases. he he might get that back though because I heard. Uh... Maybe he, he got paid call. anyway. They they fired him from yeah. the third movie, but he's got a pay or play clause. So whether he got fired or they recast the the role, or whatever, he always he got his full money for that movie. But uh, still, you know, but everybody. I don't know if you, you guys remember way back when. Um, the the uh, what's the guy? Um, the the CBS newscaster. Um, he's he. They asked him a question during the football game: why that the black players were faster runners. Then the white players, Jimmy the is it Jimmy the Greek? I think it's Jimmy the yeah, Greek. Jimmy the Greek. Anyway, yeah. he he answered correctly historically. He didn't say any bad words. He didn't use any racial slurs. He simply said that you know during slave times the slave owners took the biggest strongest slave males with the biggest strongest slave females and rather to make more stronger slaves for their farms, and that that the reason why that's the reason why that African Americans now today have a larger muscle mass than white people. They are faster athletes. They are stronger athletes. They are jump. They high jump higher and all that kind of thing. It's accurately correct. It's not a falsehood. And yet CBS fired him for that because he said the truth. You know, the same kind of thing. Well, but at least you'll get money out of that kind of lawsuit. Yeah, Those kind you of paid for that one. This woman manufactured evidence against him about the bruises and all that, and they even she found should, one. She should go to jail. She should face where, some charges. They even found the makeup running in one of the pictures. Like they found a drip when they were, the, the forensic people were going through, you know. And they determined that uh, they, they weren't bruises, that, that it was just makeup. So, so what about that? What about manufacturing of evidence? So, but we're in a, we, you know, I tell a lot of young guys, be careful. Be careful. Because all you need to do is have someone make an allegation against you and you're already done. Without a trial, you're done. You know, people will automatically think that, and it's a damn shame that it's come to that. Uh, you know, where, where male managers don't want to hire female employees because of all this work stuff going on, and people getting fired because of all the, you know, sexual innuendo or, or anything. But we're sexual creatures, humans. You know, what I mean, you can't deny what you are. You know, yeah, we, uh, we can't we can't be what we are without having sexual relations you just we don't reproduce if we don't do it so how you do you can't how do you hit on someone man how do you hit on someone but look at these guys in college they get there with a girl they both get drunk they have sex next morning the girl is like oh i didn't want to have sex the guy goes to jail for rape you know the judges have already ruled that uh if they're inebriated you can't have sex i mean they're taking all the fun out of it you know well, well, if they're both inebriated then neither one should be <laughs> accused of anything right i mean if they're both drunk that's Neither what I'm one saying. of them has any control on their brains. 
uh, in, in the club business back in the day, that's how a lot of people got around. They, you know, at the end of the night, they they they've got stuff in them, man. They <laughs> they had partaking in, in drinking partiness, you know. And then when the, whatever they do out there is what they do, man. But you know, you didn't think about the rape angle. And then once once that happens, you're a sex offender. You got to register uh, for the rest of your life. It's very hard uh, to become to, to to get that lifted off of you. You know, and then wherever you move, possible, you, yeah. you have to register as a sex offender wherever you move. Whatever job you go to, they're gonna know that you're a sex offender. And and by the way, it gets sealed. So whoever sees it just sees that you're a sex offender. They don't see why or what or, or anything. Now they're using the sex offense charges and other things, and like in domestic disputes, if one person uh, smashes something in front of somebody else, that could also be construed as that. I'm like, what? You know, and it's just it, you know they're just pushing. Because you living pushing. in weird states, man. New York, yeah, man. Where where they? Yeah, have we don't have problem. putting that shit down here. They have Look, let me tell you, yeah, some ladies, if y'all are listening in Louisiana, I'm allowed to take my four inch belt out every Sunday and whoop your ass with it. It's actually a law on the books. Just, <laughs> I'm, I'm totally serious. It's a law that is on the books, along with some other very weird ones. But for some reason, nobody ever says anything about it. They just leave it there. It's, um, you know, because Louisiana has two sets of laws. We have the United States laws, but we also have our French laws. Uh, and we do use a lot of them. And that's just one of them. No, it's not a blue law. It's actually a law that came from our French heritage. It's a strange, but yeah, you know, see how that works? You, you, you bitches better tighten up. Every but Sunday. You know, if, if but, you, you know, somebody. Okay. Do you guys think that Harvey Weinstein went out there and raped people? Or do you think that these women laid down with him because they knew they were getting a job? Mm. And I'll say it's it's the crap you having to do that, but they knew what they were doing when they were doing it. See, and this takes me back to what I originally said about all of this a decade ago, and all that when they started seeing this a lot. There's a thing called voice stress analysis and a polygraph. Give them both, because and I'm saying give them the wine scene, give them to the girls, because a lot of those girls were what we just same thing with with what's his name Cosby. A lot of them were casting cast couch girls or casting couch girls. Ladies, don't get offended, but it's true. A lot of women will give up the booty to get a job. Uh, and, you know, a lot of times it's because let's be honest. You don't go to somebody's home or apartment or hotel room in the evening time thinking I'm, a, I'm auditioning for a job. I'm sorry. If you're thinking that you're more naive and should not even be in Hollywood in any shape you know, or fashion. There, there, there are people, men and women that sink down to all kinds of levels, you know, and you can't, you can't defend against that. But, Rape to me is, is somebody being, uh, somebody pushing himself on somebody else. Yeah, it's non-consensual. Yeah. You know, what, right? well, the Harvey Weinstein thing, there's like 90 some women that have made accusations. Some of them in the, in the country, some out, uh, the one that stands out the most that they can't be prosecuted because it's beyond statutes of limitations and it was outside the country is the actress Lizette Anthony, who plays the uh, the the star in um, Crow, uh, the lead character, Lissa, the love interest. Uh, she reports that he came to her apartment twice and forcibly had sex with her. But because she didn't she was afraid of his power in Hollywood, she didn't want to say anything and lose her job on this movie, which was a huge movie for her. So. Uh, I, I think he's a sexual predator. I think they have. Well, he is. There's, there's no doubt there's, about that. There's probably yeah, and there's probably a few that made it up or went in, like you said, Mike, that that knew what they were getting into, and then once the lawsuit came out, like, I would oh, imagine. Well, yeah, me, too, me too. But um, a good bit of it, he's a sexual predator. He's an ugly 
lovely guy, and he would have never have been with those beautiful women. That's if he right, he wouldn't have. have. I mean, he had Angela Jolie, but, man. Come on, but, he got he got well, Angela. You can go through the music business, find the same types of people, and this was tolerated. You, by, you're gonna by, find it because as long as people are desperate enough to give it up to get a job, I mean, come on, you should never have to have sex for a job. He was a I, big I don't care what industry. Well, maybe if was, you're in, you know, a whore. He was a big Democratic donor. Give lots of money. You're right. Well, we know there's, I mean, we know there's uh, a this, bunch this, of pedophiles in the Democrats. That's that's not any that's not anything new. I mean, it's just part of their party. I think these you, days. You know, it's it's become like this, right? You know, the Jurassic Park thing, and you have uh, Laura Dern, who was 20 years mm-hmm. younger than than her co co actor there. Now, so they're they're just going off about this now and how oh yeah, you know, back then it was okay, but now it's definitely not okay to be 20 years uh, 20 years older. You know, the guy. And then the female, because uh, of all these, you know, she's listing all these reasons which have nothing to do with anything. And, they don't, uh, they, like, but but she said because of the Me Too movement, uh, you know, it's not acceptable today. So it's not. But she thought it was acceptable then. So you know what? Well, the casting couch her, her, was. I mean, when I was growing up, they talked about it her, all the time. Her ideas, her ideas have been influenced by this this fake movement. You know, and, and then there's a lot of people out there saying, oh, well, you know, I was abused too, but they're, they're looking into it. Because honestly, about, the, about, the casting couch needed to go. Let's be honest about it. it what what about, oh, yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Same, same for the music business. But what about what about uh, uh, Dr. Ford there when she, when she went against Kavanaugh, right? And, uh, you know, she. But, he, she, but, in, the end, but in the end, she ended up like, what's her name? Uh, what was her name? Uh, the one who uh, ratted out uh, the fat girl on the Clinton. Uh, Monica, the one who ratted out Monica. That's how she ended up. She's hated. Nobody likes her. Even the Democrats don't like her because she failed in her attempt. Everybody else hates her because, you know, they think she's a lying F and B. She just, sometimes this shit backfires on you. You should, And but you're not a strong is, Democrat. She, I mean, she's on, a nobody. On no, on no evidence, only hearsay, they and did it was this whole trial. 30 years ago. You know, and in the end, you know it I still mean? bit him in the ass. And then in the end, she she admitted that she didn't remember if it was him or somebody else. That wasn't even the yeah, right yeah because house. there was other yeah it because other even, people it, came forward and said they don't want to know. It wasn't even the right house. With me. But but yet she then then she said she would have said anything to keep him out. She would have lied to keep him out. Why is that allowed? Why she lied on the it's tension. actually Perfect. not. It's it's actually not. But see, this Perjury. isn't on the Democrats. It is, but this isn't on the Democrats. This is on the Republicans. They should have went after, her and they didn't. They just the let Democrats it go because they won. Brought her forward, and they knew it was bullshit. They did, but it doesn't matter. They're not going to try to convict her, but the Republicans could have. Uh, they had the votes in the House and the Senate. They had the Supreme Court judge they just got on. They won, so they just let it go because they won. That's all it is. It's nothing more than that. They're happy because they got their big win. And she got embarrassed, and that was the end of that. So they figured embarrassing her was enough. Uh, that's their call. I don't agree with that yeah. particular call because yeah. I think I think there needs to be punishment for false claims because it's too when much. When you of talk it. about Kavanaugh to people, that's the thing they bring up, uh, and that's Not the thing me, that they think of. No, it really. I think I think that just has to do with with people because most of the people when we talk about Kavanaugh, yeah. we're talking about his decisions as a Supreme court, court judge. We're not, court we're not talking opinion, about that. Man. It's the court of and, uh, and and actually, I don't I don't think the conservatives even care, and most of the independents don't either. The only people going to whine about that's going to be the Democrats, uh, then because they lost. And look, they're still talking about oh, let's add three more to the Congress. Well, go ahead, you better do it quick because guess what? In in three months, uh, four months, you're not going to have a chance. Um, 
you know, I've been hearing a lot of, well, we got, we got to go back and do this gun thing. I've been getting harassed about it, but, um, but, but, but really and truly where we are right now is, is, is unprecedented in the last 30 or 40 years. Just, you got to go back to Carter to find this much of a, what looks like going to be a red sweep. Um, really and truly it looks, unless something major changes. And that's why I don't vote on elections. Cause you never know, like Hillary dropping that thing, what, four days before the election, five days before the election. You never know what's going to come out and cause a problem. <laughs> so I don't think I don't think in the midterm there's going to be a big problem. I think the Republicans are going to sweep. I think they'll take way more seats in, in the House than anybody thought. What was the last big sweep? Were like 56 they took or something? So uh, they have a good chance. Uh, they have a good chance of taking, I think it's six or well, eight. What are they going to do when they get it back? That, that idiot Mitch Nothing. McConnell. What's he going to do? The guy's so They're going to do nothing. Just like they did when they had it under Trump. They're going to do nothing. All you know, they're going to do McConnell is keep Nancy the... Nancy Pelosi have been in control for like 30-some years. Man. I know. I mean, like... It, it, that's what we were talking crazy. about at the beginning of the show. Term limitations. But anyway, let me let me go get this gun stuff out of the way so we can get back on what we were talking about. But So, and Brian, thank you for sending... I thought I had this in here, so I'm glad you resent it to me. Uh, so this is what's so funny about this. When you look when you look at these lists about who did what, by the way, in case y'all didn't know this, Trump had zero mass shootings in his four years of president. By the way, that is unprecedented. You got to go back before Reagan to find somebody with zero mass shootings. So it's Ronald like Reagan, Reagan. <laughs> go ahead. What back to Lincoln? How far back? No, 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 no. Actually, only got to go back to uh, I think Nixon. Actually, or Ford. Oh, okay. um, it's not that far back, but unfortunately, Carter had a couple, but they didn't put him on a list. Uh, so you had. He had Ronald Reagan had 11. You know, it's not too bad. Uh, his, his predecessor, Senior Bush, had 12. Yeah, not, not too bad. You know, it's just still mass shootings. 12 a year still kind of harsh. So then you jump to Clinton and it jumped up to 23. Now, one of the things, the reason I brought this up, because you're going to see a correlation between weak presidents and mass shootings versus strong presidents and mass shootings. So as you notice, Reagan had very few. As, of course, as we go up, the number's going to get bigger. Clinton was not a completely a weak president. By the way, baby Bush had 20. So you can see the correlation. Baby Bush was not particularly a strong president, even though <coughs> we went to Desert Storm and kicked ass. No one really seen him as this, you know, like he, he wasn't a Reagan. He wasn't a Trump. He was he, I don't know what the hell he was. He was better than Biden, by the way. But still, he wasn't just just he didn't inspire the nation. So he had 20. So it's here like comes a little, a little evil leprechaun. That's what Bush <laughs> he kind of was. So here comes Obama, Barack saying Obama. Mm. I was wrong earlier about how many he had. He had 162. Wow. In eight years, 162 mass shootings. Like I said, more than all the presidents combined. Oh my God. Uh, so wait, it's worse than that. The 12 worst mass shootings in the country's history happened in Obama's first four years as president. And what, I mean, well, so what are they going after? They're going after high capacity magazines. Anybody who shoots. Yeah. And, and, and a lot of these were not that. A lot. Well, Biden said he wants to go up to nine millimeters. Yeah, I don't know, know how he's going to do that. You know, if you don't have to load your gun that. and you're putting a cartridge in, man, it's, 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 it's a no brainer. And really, the high capacity magazines uh, have a propensity to jam up. You know, so they're also yeah, a lot heavier. If you have the wrong kind of gun, yeah, a high-capacity magazine can jam up. Red is usually don't. I have one. But like you said, if you know what you're doing, a, a single-shot rifle, pistol, shotgun, you can do a lot of damage. Yeah, I'm uh, talking the, the like more why, 
more the capacity, yeah, like the, the fifty rounders to a hundred rounders. Right, but the, the reason why those any capacity, I mean, fifteen round magazine, ten round magazine, most of them are ten now, or, or yeah. restricted to ten, but fifteen on up, uh, it, it tends to give a guy the the spray or prey mentality. He can just go and empty the clip, put in a new one, and go, and whether he's aiming at a particular person or not, he just aims in that general vicinity, and he kills a lot of people he didn't want to shoot on purpose because the person he wanted to shoot is in that crowd. So you, that's really the bad thing about the magazines is that it, it gives someone uh, sort of that close my eyes and shoot and hope I hit what I shot at. But they're going after the gun. They're not going after the mentality and, mm -hmm. and why. Because we had these guns when we were kids 30-something years ago, 40, even 40 years ago. Uh, and nobody, there was no mass shootings. Nobody went out there to, to kill each other. And, you know, I don't know. It's a different world now, different mentality. But the guy had a shotgun in that school. He could have done the exact, like exactly the same thing and reap carnage. And uh, it didn't really matter about the automatic. It, it mattered about uh, the mentality, you know, and what he did. There's a lot of guns he could have used to, to, mm -hmm. to kill those kids. This one. And a lot of those kids only got shot once and they bled out in the hour that they were in there because that, that cop didn't let the other cops go in. So, you know, there's, there's, there's something to that. Those people yeah, needlessly died where they could the have been police, saved. The police even admitted that they, they waited too long. They should have they should have acted sooner. But that that's on them. And you know, they were acting out of out of a the border patrol attack for their own selves. The the tag team border patrol decided to go in on their own saying, fuck this, we're Talk going to practice in. A Mitchell, wow. you know? So yeah, well that's a point. So this this is mechanic, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. This is its what came with it, a twenty one round clip. This is my baby for when the apocalypse comes. I got a few of these. They're actually called magazines. Oh, I call them. <laughs> it's uh, a hey, clip it's is a thing about bullets, bullets. bullets. But but, um, but well, there's one, there is a the thing called the end clip, which is no longer used, which was used in the yes, M1 yeah. Grand. And they are, and, and Mike's actually correct. They were called magazines. I had a, a, it's, uh, 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 this one. This one is forty four rounds. That's what this one is. I got two that are fifty rounds. Uh, and they will pop them off, baby, like they ain't nothing. It's got a three-pound trigger on it. It's accurate as all hell. It's got a five-inch barrel, spiral barrel, so I get longer range out of it. Um, this is a gun. If you're going to go kill somebody or, or go wreak havoc on somebody, you want two of these. Or you want one of these and a 44 Magnum automatic. Because you can make all the hell you want. If so this a one's girl. a nine. Oh, no, 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 no. You want the nine because... It's far more accurate than the 45 or the 44. Um, it's just when you, that's why when you see competition shoots, this is what they're usually shooting with. Matter of fact, this very guns won many competitions. It's because um, they're, they're just extremely diddly Glock accurate. Glock 20, 10 millimeter, don't mess around. Nah, uh, Glocks, Glocks have it. issues. People use it when they live there. Glocks People use Glocks them in, issues. Uh, people use them in bear country. Because they're reliable and that that ten millimeter works. And you ain't getting no clips like these or no Glock. You can forget that. They, they uh, get nineteen round magazines for the Glocks. Yeah, that's about as big as you're going to get. Many, you're not getting no forty need, or fifty. I mean, because you can carry extra magazines. So that's my that's my point. If it's ten rounds. But the point is, rounds, by the time you you, you change a magazine, a magazine in, by the time in you change a magazine, I done killed you, my friend. No, I got fifty rounds. Uh, oh no, I got fifty out, rounds. You won't even get to get the thing out. I'll be a sheriff out west. You know. Prove the, the fact that the high capacity magazines aren't any better at, at shooting than uh, you know the ten, the ten rounders. I mean, they they did side it's not by a side. Matter. It's not a matter if they're a better round. 
it's a matter you're now dodging 50 bullets. Okay. And it don't have to hit you exact. You can just go around in a circle and kill somebody. You don't have to be a great shot with 50 rounds. You're going to get them. Even if you go left to right, you're going to get them or up and down. You're going to get them. It's just that it's a simple fact. And this gun shoots at such a fast pace. It outshoots a Glock like three to one. That's why it, it beats them in competition three to one. Um, you're just not going to get that kind of performance out of a Glock. If I got to go down in a war, if I got to go down and, and the zombies are coming, nah, I don't want no damn Glock. Glocks uh, guys, I know a lot of my friends carry Glocks, grade, but I ain't carrying a Glock. The most, most reliable, when you look at the list, those are the most reliable. So it comes down, mm. if that's your opinion, that's your opinion. But no, if you look no, at the it's stats, not that. And they're not, they're not the most reliable for competition rounds. They're you not, want real they're reliable, not made, then you're going, you're going to Glocks are not made to be shot all the time. Glocks are made to, for defense. They're not a gun that's supposed to be, you're not supposed to be reaming them out, taking them in. That's why they get cremated. And make a Glock, and I'll just be totally honest, to make a Glock that can compete with this gun in competition, you're going to spend two grand just to get it where it can perform to keep up with this gun. It, it's well, yeah, just. You want a better well, the you problem with Glocks is they're not, they're not as accurate. They're, 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 they're just, they're a close range, up well, close Everything weapon, you're saying is opposite you know? of the statistics. No, that's that's facts, and that's the, police statistics. I, I, why I don't you, if you owned a Glock, at him, you'd be the, bragging about it. No, the, I, I've shot them by working the rifle pistol range. The problem with the Glocks is like what Joe says. It's a defensive pistol. It's for close range uh, police combat. It's not for like it, the, you don't see them on the SWAT teams. The SWAT guys, what do they carry? They carry forty five, nineteen elevens. They carry um, uh, those really expensive ones. Um, but the thing is that if you read the manual for the Glock, they, they tell you. Do not clean the weapon for at least 3,000 rounds. Which not only is, I know, it says it in the book, which is not only irresponsible. uh, Why? What does that, what do you need to do? Do you need to season the barrel with gunpowder and and iron to make it? You might have to argue. I don't understand that, but I I clean my gun after I shoot it. Even if I shot one bullet, I come back and I clean it. They told me not to switch rounds on this one until I shoot at least a hundred rounds out of, because I don't like the way the 115s perform. I like the 127s and the 142s. And uh, so they said, before I switched over, you said, cause you want to be able to use the lower, the lower, the lower grain rounds. I said, all right, I'll shoot them out the damn gun if I have to. But um, if the damn gun is just so accurate, it's scary accurate. It's not like my other nines or my 45s. Cause you know, I mean, come on. I got all three of my marksman badges in the Navy and a 45 is a great gun, especially a Colt. But man, this thing is just, just no effort to shooting this thing. You just pow, pow, Wow. you're like damn um it's the trigger is just so soft um i mean you don't even have to squeeze and just like bump it and it you shoots. know what i really it's like is, is a luger nine millimeter man if i'm gonna go oh i like nine, a luger nine millimeter man Luger's i ain't gonna lie I, I had an old man. german yeah i had a german i had a german war world two version i really liked it you know it's i got a ruger cool. nine now i got a i got a uh, um i got a ruger nine it's composite made it is a beast a uh, friend of I gave he's actually a cop that gave it to us because they like Rugers in the military and they like them in the uh in the uh, armed forces. I mean in the uh police departments. They're just a really they just never break. And they're the kind of guns you can stick down in the mud and shoot them. Um you know, walk on them, step on, they're still gonna perform. Um that's the kind of guns I like. This is well, this this gun is made by the same people who make the AK forty seven. So I know this bitch is gonna always work. <laughs> you beat the crap out of it, it's still gonna shoot. The, mil- the military um, now is invested in the Sig Sauer, so yeah, Sig's not a bad cool. gun. Sig's yeah. not a bad gun either. Oh god, sorry, we're not we're not we're gonna get off the guns in just a second, but um that's the point about owning guns. You have to understand what you have. Uh you know, Beretta's, I've owned Beretta's a lot awesome of guns in my guns, times. Man. 
If you have a Beretta, got a Beretta. You know, Beretta's, got, Beretta's got a nice gun. Yeah, Beretta makes a it's good the gun. Catholic Church, man. Of course, they they own the majority of the stock. And in then, but in a couple in a couple of weeks, y'all will get to see my new forty five. But it's going to be a Colt. So it's a standard. What you would call it's not a military issue, but it's the same type the military uses. It's just got a fancier handle and a fancier barrel. Nineteen eleven. Um, yeah, it's nineteen eleven. It's exactly what it is. And uh, they're just they're just they're really what I like about them and what I like about this one is they have a heavy nose. So you don't have to work as hard when you pull a trigger because it doesn't raise up as much. You know, there's less fuss coming up out of the barrel in the front. It's usually the opposite. So you don't have to hold it. But yeah, you can usually get the sensor so heavy. In any, any round. I mean, you can get yeah, 10 millimeters. Oh, yeah, you can. In the Navy, they had them in 22s. Caliber, I think. Yeah, but the Navy had them in 22s for the when they were teaching the uh, guys in boot camp how to shoot. They had them in 22s. I still remember my command started laughing. I said, what is this? I was like, pa, 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 pa. He said, what are you doing? So I'm shooting through the red target without any effort at all. I said, what am I shooting? A cap gun? And he said, no, they're, they're to 22s. I said, oh, I own a real 45. I said, I own a real 44 for that matter. <laughs> and like, But I, I sold, I had a 44 Eagle I got rid of a long time ago. I had one too. I didn't like it. They're just cannons, man. Especially you put a magnet around it, you blow through a brick wall. No problem. Boom! It's, yep. it's like dirty Clint Eastwood, dirty Harry. Yeah, they're very big. And and the handle was too big for my hand, so I, could, I yeah. couldn't control it too well. And, but and you got to get used to shooting. Magnet through it. Yeah, you got you 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 got you got to get used to shooting them. They'll make your hand hurt. You stiff. It is top heavy. It's very top heavy, and it's got long. You can get in a shorter barrel, but I, that's crazy because with the long barrel, the bitch is knocking you all over the place. If I, I recall, the gun weighs nine pounds without it's the heavy. bullet in it. It's heavy. I, I, I don't I don't have much weight, but it was heavy. I remember it was heavy, and I was I like, and I, and I I remember I paid a lot of money. It, it, it actually weighs um, more than my shotgun, Brandon, which has 10 around capacity. I, I mean, imagine carrying Brandon, something like that, you know. I, mean, you, you I did carry small, one like that. So <laughs> you want you want a, you want a small, you want effective and uh, a good size caliber and reliable. That's all. I mean, that's a lot of guns these days. You can find you know very small guns that are 45. You know, actually, Jason, Jason Brandon, to me, the AR-15 is becoming a coward's gun. One, it's it's not a high capacity gun. I mean, it's not a high charge gun. The rounds aren't real powerful. I mean, for killing people, it's it's great for killing people. It's the gun people go to when round. they want to kill a whole bunch of people. That's yeah, exactly, and, that's, and, and that's why and, it was and created. That's what's so sad. There's so much better guns if you're going to kill a bunch of people than that thing. It's based on uh, the military there are guns rifle. that. I mean, that's why. It yeah, was created, but not really. Know, but, not really. I shot a lot of military rifles. That thing. That thing is like a cap gun. I mean, I can shoot it one-handed. It's like oh. when I was a teenager, I had a, a mini fourteen. You know, mini fourteen. Mm-hmm. I had one of those. I had an M fourteen. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I actually a Ruger mini fourteen. A lot of fun. Two twenty-three caliber, five fifty-six. Mm-hmm. Same, same. And uh, it was a rapid fire. Had a thirty-round magazine on it, and it was a lot of fun, man. You know, and my my friend had a Colt era fifteen, and I was jealous because that was like the Cadillac, you know. I mean, they were expensive. They were big bucks, and his family yeah, just had money. It cost a lot of money. Don't mean they're good guns, though. I mean, shit. There's a lot but, of crappy guns I mean, out I, there. I've had all types, but my friends too. But nobody went on shooting sprees. Nobody yeah. even threatened to do it. I, I will take. It. I will take my thirty thirty lever action against your AR anytime, and I will kill you dead as a doornail. Uh, one, I'd be blowing holes through walls when you're trying to get through the door. I'd be like, "Oh, wait, I heard him. Oh, he took." I don't, pop. Think, you, I don't think you understand five fifty six, Joe. <laughs> no, I'm trying to. I don't think you get it, man. No, I'm it travels three times the speed of sound. You know, you're talking about a bullet which is yeah. amazing. And if traveler. it hits a if it hits a and lead it, pipe or a metal pipe, it folds in the butter. It's it garbage. Tumbles. You can't even tumbles. shoot through a car door with the damn thing. Um, An AR-15? It's, it's garbage. Like I said, it's good for shooting people, but it ain't good for shooting anything else. 
I shot several of them. We went target practice. Actually, matter of fact, we were shooting at a car from less than 90 feet, and they were ricocheting and scared the crap out of me. It's like shooting a BB gun. Um, yeah, I pulled out the odd six and blew a hole through one hole of the door into the other door and almost out the other side. That's a gun. AR-15 is just, it's just, I don't know. And I've shot M14s, M16s, uh, M90s. Those are guns. Yeah, AR-15s. Five, is six, well, the AR-15s aren't really designed to penetrate brick and mortar. and No, they're designed to penetrate flesh. That's what they do. They kill, yeah, they, they're designed they to kill shoot, people. They shoot right through concrete uh, blocks and all that. I mean, you know, you're mm. talking about a very fast. They must be shooting, thing. they must be shooting through the a, air a very, side. A very fast yeah. traveling round. And it's got, a, it's got a hell of a punch. But there's a reason why it's there. You know, I call and it like, an expensive. Well, last 22. time I went shooting, my friend brought out his uh, AR-10, and that that was chambered in 308. You know, which is a real. A I nice mean, that, that's a real heavy it's shot. Nice you know, uh, it's a nice round. It'll, it'll it'll put a bruise on your shoulder. You know what I mean? If you shoot enough times, but uh, Winchester and you think of the, the and that that's more of a military rifle. I mean, that's more, and even though it's still an an, an AR, you know, but. Uh, you know, obviously, military guns are built differently and the different specs and that type of thing, but it's got the same idea, you know. And then a long time ago, I had AK 47, I had SKS, and I had AK 47. I got the SKS first, and it made me want to get the AK. And that was another another great rifle that could shoot through trees and whatever, man. Seven, you know, yeah, they got nice big heavy rounds. Yeah, SKS is a, is a nice rifle. I've shot one of those, they are fast, they are fast, was semi automatic, but uh, and it had 20 round magazine to it, but I could. I could empty it really quick. I mean, like less than a second for all twenty bullets. Yeah. Well, I, they're they're all nice rounds. I was, um, but I proved a point to a friend of mine. He was talking about it because he's got a nice AK and he's been trying to make it fully automatic. I said, "Don't, because if you get caught with it, you're going to jail." Oh yeah. And uh, so, and, and it shoots plenty fast enough. And it, yeah, it's a the, beast. So he was showing. I said, "Let's walk, pace out how far this gun shooting." So we, we walked. It was, it was about 125 yards. And uh, he said, "Why?" I said, "Because watch, I'm going to shoot this one." And I said, this one was 605 yards, which means I can see you kill you before you even know where the hell I'm at. And I can shoot multiple rounds just like you do if I want to. I said, the difference is these are guns of real war. These are guns for kill. AK is a great. I would never go against an AK in close combat under 100 yards. You, man, it makes the M16 look sick. Uh, them guns are beastified. They shoot unbelievably fast. And, and the round is unbelievably powerful. I've seen him shoot through armor. You know, they're, they're the M16 is a good gun, but not like that. It's not that caliber of gun. It's a it's, it's a good weapon, but unless you're using high capacity high high capacity rounds uh, with armor piercing, it, it's just not the same gun. You didn't even have to have the armor what, piercing. What was not it, produced? Uh, you know what? Soldiers didn't like it. Was it not, came on it the they didn't because it was they, it was they, it was they a, wanted to stick with their M1s because the M1s were much more accurate. Yeah. And, and reliable, you know. Remember the the the, the uh, M16s yeah. were blown up, you know. They're they well, yeah, because the uh, there's more than that to them. The problem with the M16 in in Vietnam was they 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 threw it out quickly. They threw it out before it was fully tested. The the uh, the shoulder stock, the pistol grip, uh, and the foregrip were all made out of Bakelite, which was the forerunner of plastic. <laughs> it was, it really, it was the, it, the gun was made out of plastic. The only thing that was metal was the receiver and the barrel, and that's it. Everything else was plastic, and yeah. uh, so they. The 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 four the four grips were breaking on them was and, and or there were there were spaces in it as well. There was like a space along the side of it which was pinching the soldiers' hands while they were in rapid fire. Uh, they had a problem with it jamming with like they oh, yeah, dipped it in the mud lot. and then the, the mud would stick in the barrel. The, the, the barrel would explode. Also, yeah. the, the the mechanism the slide, the ejection side was also sticking because it was getting mud in it. If you didn't clean that gun religiously every day, 
You shoot one round, you clean it. You shoot 10 rounds, you clean it. You shoot 50 magazines through it, you clean it. The the the, the soldiers did, did not in the woods of Vietnam have the opportunity to clean these weapons after they were done yeah, in a firefight. And that's what combat, yeah. it. Well, Especially in those conditions, so humid, man. I mean, yeah, they were, but they, but they, they did have the M1s out there. They back somewhere clean to... to you know, a, a clean room to, to clean it up, and they didn't have it. They're walking through the jungle. You know what? It was four weeks at a time. Uh, they didn't have my time AK, to clean. My AK had a, a cleaning kit in the butt of its handle. It had like a, yeah. a little thing you, you stick your finger in, and yeah. the whole thing came out on your hand. And that's so cool, man! It was just so cool. Yeah, a couple of my guns. Same thing there. with the AK forty-seven. You can take an AK forty-seven, take the barrel, dip it into a puddle of mud. Take it out and it'll shoot. The barrel will you not explode. It's going to blow up in your face and you're going to have the, missing an The eye. difference is I could shoot that thing, shoot and shoot it, and the barrel never got as hot where you couldn't grab it, you know, because it was vented so well. Uh, with other guns, you know, you you can't grab the barrel after you've been using it, especially like Air 15, M16, anything like that. You shoot you know? them long enough, the barrel will melt. The barrel, it's a thin will, barrel. will warp, yeah. Yeah, they'll warp. The barrel's only good for about 10, 11,000 shots. If you think about it, and then it starts to flake, and well, you know, barrels are easily replaced. So, mm-hmm. yeah, well, if you got if you got them with you, they're easily replaced. They, um, but you know, well, the, the, the navy war, and the marines, have, yeah, well, and, and Vietnam, the navy and marines were using M14s. They weren't using don't, M16s. So don't they, be they like were the okay. Russians and run out of parts. Well, what is an M14? <laughs> like a 308? I think M14 we, is. We a need more parts. Yeah, man, I've never seen Russian tanks. Explode right. like that. You know what? It's really I can't. Apparently, I can't you watch, have, man. I can't watch enough of it on, on YouTube. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> you. I'm nah, these, Michael. These Every time one of them tanks explode, somebody's the, dying, the, the man. Come on. The terrorists pop up like like a soda can, like boop, and it's all. I'm like, oh my god. You know, that's that's the four four and a half million bucks. Every time they do that, these tanks are expensive, man. I think they're more expensive than that. No, that's what the the T90s. That's oh, the, okay. the best they have in the field. You know, someone, uh, someone on the news must have got it wrong. They said they were worth they were worth four billion a piece. So they obviously they got that wrong. No, mil, mil, million, not billion. <laughs> so billion will buy you a few. Even our yeah. Abrams tanks don't cost all that much. I mean, uh, yeah, it depends know, which six, ones they are. Sixteen some of them million, sixteen nah, for Abrams. No, no, no. Some of them more than that. Just depends what they got. We got we got like four. I think five different sizes of Abrams. But now. all that all that initial. The, the the posturing and the threat videos from Putin, like, like when they were massing on the border and the tanks were like, you know, going through the mud and firing and doing all this stuff, like, look at our forces. And now they're just like on the road, like, like burned out junk. <laughs> like, like I, I just can't believe they're, you know, they're using American tactics like what we used against the British. You know, the British would march in a straight line and, and our, our people would be hiding in the trees or hiding beyond their cypress and whatever. And these javelins are just incredible, man. Wow. Really incredible. So my hat's off to, to these people who are holding off the entire Russian army. We all thought they were much more tough and, and more complete. Now they're, they want soldiers up to 65 years old, Putin said. <laughs> you know, they're scraping at the bottom of the barrel. They lost their big Wagner well, group. I, I mean, that, that's, that's their elites. I mean, they're, they're not looking too good, man. Yeah, he... he... He overestimated his troops' capabilities, underestimated the Ukraine's abilities, and he didn't send enough. Uh, if he sent more, he we probably would be looking at the re- re-annexation of the entire country. But uh, they're holding their own, and I, I, I think it's if it doesn't escalate any further, we should be okay by the end of the year. But it, if if they take our weapons that we've given them, that Biden's given them, they they launch into Russia, 
that's going to start World War Three, and because he's going to come after us, he's going to go after Poland, he's going to go after Turkey, he's going to go after. Actually, England, I was telling Mike Square. what he'll probably go after is whatever country sent them there. Right, uh, and he'll probably just go after if I if I know Putin, what he'll do it's is he'll Poland, go after the place they came from. Uh, so you know, Poland like, like he's got a bug up his ass about Poland anyway. You know, uh, I don't know if he goes to Poland. The, the Chechen, the Chech, that Chechen leader just in Poland last week, saying that in six seconds uh, we need you forever and all. Well, that he's got to be careful going out to Poland because we now have U.S. troops there. You hit a U.S. troop, yeah, you did just start World War Three. All troops will retaliate. And let me tell you what. Troops there, we we are we are honor bound. Yeah, we are because NATO. Let me tell you something. Them ten thousand Marines who served in Iraq and Afghanistan, Putin will wish he never did that. It'll make the Afghan troops and Russian troops like, holy shit, what did we just do? You guys see what happened with? It'd be like a see what's going on with Finland though. Now Sweden and Finland want to be in NATO. So when Finland announced this, and Putin said, "Oh yeah, we'll do this, we'll do that," we sent battle groups up there and they're having war games you know so you have these aircraft carriers and all that you know submarines i mean we're in range we're in range we're right on the russians doorstep and you know what's funny the russians didn't protest it they said nothing the the navy says nothing (coughs) yeah and you said we're in range uh on the facebook before i came on someone asked how far away is alaska from russia uh, and the answer Jesus. is uh, 4,725 kilometers or uh, 2,000-something like, miles. So it's, yeah, it, it, he's it's only close. a six-hour drive away across the Aleutian uh, Islands. Yeah. <laughs> if, if the streets ever come back, we just drive over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> at one time, they talked about building some crazy bridge, but I was thinking, man, isn't it pretty deep up there? Uh, yes, Michael, DeSantos for president. I agree, dude. DeSantos for president. I know he's doing all kind of stuff in his state, giving away money, taking care of people, signing, giving. He, he voted to give uh, raises to everybody and, and help fund second harvest. This, this dude's just, he's going to be like 90% approval rate by the time he's done. He's, uh, he knows he knows how to get to people's hearts. By the way, that thing in Los Angeles is still going on. They still barricaded it in Los Angeles Hospital uh, after stabbing three people. Yes, you don't see no guns there, people, and they're stabbing people away. Uh oh, and I heard um them the the those Trump indictments, two of the people they said the DOJ said they're not gonna indict. Who was it? It was uh, let me think a second. Uh what the hell was their name? Uh Meadows and uh Scavino. He sounds like he should be indicted. Uh they decided they're not gonna indict him. I did hear that one Trump uh was getting indicted though. It's uh so we'll see where all of that goes. You know, we just let off one of Hillary's people, so they had to let off some of Trump's people. I guess that's just the way the game is played. It's unfortunately, but that seems to be the way it is. Uh, let me see. Oh, and oh, and yes, Gene, thank you about Butterbutt. Yeah, I can't help it. I call him Butterbutt. It's, it's just his name now. Um, yes. Well, no, I don't think he was the one. Somebody told me he wasn't the one that uh, Governor Abbott kicked out or had the police take out. I get them all confused over there. So they're Texans. They're all weird. But no, Butterbutt wasn't from Texas. He was from somewhere else. He he was a, a mayor of some small shithole town. Uh, yeah, it wasn't even a big town. And all of a sudden, he could be running for president. Well, so in case you don't know, he's in charge of transportation in the United States. And this thing with all the trucks being effed up is his fault. Yes, because he'd never done this before. He was a governor, I mean, a mayor of a little shithole town. Exactly. And we just put him in charge of transportation for the entire country. 
Yep. I mean, come on. They would like give Michael and I a job. We wouldn't know what the hell we were doing. Actually, like, I wouldn't what's know what I'm doing, uh, Oh, know, listen, I know, you so. I know how, to manage, how to manage things, you know. But really, the the thing is, these guys, like I said before, are not qualified for the job. They just get them out of uh, bureaucracy. It's just pol- a political give me, you know, because they, they were on the team. But yet they have no skills, no nothing. And that's pretty scary. The people running the country, have they don't have a clue what they're doing or have a, an idea of a way out of a bad situation. They were hoping to sit back and let everything take care of itself. That's always the Democrats' plan, let things take care of itself. You know, but the work life doesn't work like that. And, and that might even be part of the problem with our country is that there, there are only a few parameters that allow you to qualify for the job of president. You got to be, what, 40 years old, born in the country, and that's it. Yeah. There, there, it doesn't say you have to be a lawyer. It doesn't say you have to be, you know, a, a political science major or, you know, a, a business, any kind of thing like you, that would run the country, any, any kind of skill. There's no skill set that says you, this, you need this skill set to be president. You just could be four years old, born in the States. That's it. Yeah, so AOC will be president one day. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, yeah, now move somewhere. I don't know where, but it won't be here. It's, um, man, look at this. So uh, on the highway, I drive to work. And there's another, this is like the fourth time this happened in the last month. Somebody at 740 this morning just started shooting across interstate, shooting holes in cars on interstate. Dude, you are I mean, not safe anywhere, anywhere. You see the thing in, uh, in Westchester, right? This guy, plain old average dude, shopping, you know, uh, has a little cart going through the supermarket. This guy comes up behind him with a box cutter and cuts his, his juggler vein. And he died and walked away like it was nothing. People are be- becoming unhinged. You had years of COVID. Now we're, we're going into to this stupid war thing. People still can't travel. They, they still can't go out there. COVID still has hasn't gone the way uh, uh you know just because the democrats want to look the other way doesn't mean it's gone but it, it's bad out there so the mental people who aren't getting the help are are losing it and this was predicted a long time ago man people listen to the red pill news every thursday at 8 p.m eastern you're gonna hear that you're gonna hear what what what's coming you know because it's not hard to see not hard to see but wait till fall wait till fall you want to see people flipping <clears throat> you know Especially if you're cold in your house, it's one thing if you gotta pay a little extra for for your your food and and, and your gas. Uh, but if when you have when you can't afford to 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 do that, that's gonna be the push, right? It's gonna be oh, what the hell? All right, people, stop spamming. We 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 had a Biden, anyway. Biden said that it's God willing things will get better. He's leaving it up to God. So we're we're in a very bad place when you have a president yeah. who's supposed to already to know what he's doing. Obviously, we, we all know that he doesn't know what he's doing. You know what yeah, I mean? He never, he never did. Okay, wait, I got to read this. Amber Turd says she's a victim, but the public made her a villain. He should put he should put Hunter in charge. At least he knows how to make some money, right? <laughs> if he's going to be a scam artist, be a scam artist for our country. Yeah, I, I was reading some of the stuff on his laptop. How he's not under the federal jail is beyond me. Um, and if and I think if there's a big red wave, see that's the real problem for everybody here. If there is a big red wave in November, then Durham will get some support, um, and some of his other stuff will get in there, and they'll get rid of some of these judges, and they'll get rid of uh, this stuff. They'll they'll go after him, so they'll quit doing it. And you'll see other support in other areas, you know, because the GOP will have something then. They'll they'll have a way to manipulate the president. But in January right of, of 2020, before COVID hit, January 2020, 93% of Americans were happy with their lives, happy mm-hmm. with the way things were. Wouldn't change a thing. 
Yeah. And then COVID hit. And then they vilified Trump over COVID. Yeah, we got the vaccines because of him. Yeah. Oh, if it, wouldn't, it wouldn't have been for COVID. He'd have won a second term. But yeah, oh, shit happens. Shit happens. And, and, and you got to deal with it. You know, he, he was always saying the whole year before the election, oh, they're going to cheat. Well, you knew they were going to cheat. Then why don't you do something about it? I got to give him crap for that because, you know, you've been saying it for a year, dude. What, what the hell? Why don't you put your, your people out there? Well, but, uh, but when it comes to localities and, and different states, there's, there's only so much you can do. You know, unless you, I mean, they had people there watching the, and counting votes, right? Uh, and uh, But, you know, it, it's such a wide area for corruption. Uh, you know, it's, it's, I think, hard to control. And who knows who gets counted? They, you know, they've been using dead people to vote for for years, right? To go to the graveyard and, you know, mm-hmm. get names <laughs> of people who have died. They don't even have to go to the graveyard, Mike. All they got to do is look at the years past and say, "Oh, they, all these guys yeah. are dead. Well, we'll put them in on our 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 guys' votes." Yeah, these days it's easier, right? I mean, with the internet yeah. and all that, it's all on the computer. You don't have to go anywhere. All that data, but they used to go to graveyards just to get the names, which is kind of, you know, that's that shows you a mentality. They they want to win. They want to win, but but what are they winning? I mean, they're supposed to be representation of everybody across the board. And, you know, the Democrats mm-hmm. compartmentalize people. They make they create groups, and then mm-hmm. they play to those groups, and they tell those groups, uh, well, you know, you're transgender. You're not getting enough. Oh, yeah, you know, you're a lesbian. You're not getting enough. Or you're black. You're not getting enough. And you're Spanish. You're not getting enough. You know, and then they make, they make people think like, hey, we deserve more. You know, but really the only thing people deserve is equal representation, right? And the government's not supposed to be getting into your personal life, sex, and politics. That's your own life. So I don't know, man. It's a mess. It's a mess. There's not one area where it's not a crisis right now. And the only thing, and the Democrats can't even say anything about it. They can't even blame anybody but themselves. But they're not saying anything, are they? They're, they're like, oh, no, it's, it's a good economy. They, they're just lying. To, to watch them, to listen to them, it's like, What? It's like these people are so ridiculous. Yeah. Wow. Well, it's like you said earlier. They like to let, they like to have problems occur, and then they just ignore them until they go away. And that's kind of what's what we're seeing now. Is they're they're not saying anything about the gas prices. They're not saying anything about the crisis in Ukraine. They're just hoping it all kind of blows away with the wind. Oh, I have cancer. I only just hope it goes away. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. But that's the that's the way they they run their thing. So I, you know. They'll, they'll be happy when there's a red wave, then they'll be able to blame the Republicans for everything, mm-hmm. right? That you, you can't have these things uh, because Republicans are voting against you, you know. But uh, it's going to take a long time to get – we're in a nosedive, and, and uh, I, I don't I don't really feel like it's going to be a, a problem that's solved for a long time if it gets solved at all. The, the, one, the only way I can see them solving it is if, if the gas prices stay where they are now. Right now, I think it's four sixty nine. I can't see through the trees across to the gas station, but four sixty nine a gallon up here. In order for me to afford that and groceries and drive to and from my work, I need another four or five dollars an hour in my paycheck. Minimum. I mean, that's just the right. just, that's just the, the rule of it. New York State's going to uh, well, they already suspended the gas tax uh, until December thirty first. So. You know, that's like 69 cents just to the state of New York. But uh, then there's a federal tax and local taxes, but it's still something. It's something. Mm-hmm. I just paid five fifteen a gallon the other day, <laughs> you know, because I, 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 I don't put unleaded gas in my car. It, it's made for lawnmowers, you know what I mean? So I, I use a mm-hmm. mid-grade, and uh, I'm not going to do that to my car because the prices are a little higher, so you pay more. And mid-grade is more. Some, play, some people pay it over 6 
Well, mid grade's a splash anyway, so I mean, there's nothing wrong. It's people, don't, you know, most people don't even know what mid grade is. It's a, it's called a splash. It's uh, it's what they do is they take uh, half a tank of premium and a half a tank of regular, and they just splash it, and it becomes a mid grade. Uh, they've done that forever. Octane. We'll just say eighty nine yeah. octane. Yeah. You know, well, wait, oh man, I get eighty nine on regular. Where the hell are you at? Well, you're in you're in New Orleans, man. Who knows what you guys yeah, do? But yeah, our, our regular is eighty nine. Yeah, our Ours premium is, is ninety three. I think is the supreme. Yeah, our our if premium's ninety three. If you go up into the mountains, it, you know, like way up in high elevation, they only have like eighty five octane or eighty two and yeah. eighty three. You know what I mean? Because of the elevation, but yeah, where I am, <clears throat> that's what it costs. And my Jeep likes to drink gas. It's got a Hemi, and uh, and I and I don't. I don't wimp out over over mileage because I I know what I got, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Oh, but, I know. I like uh, mileage. look like a crazy. <laughs> but a lot of people are eating bologna now instead of roast beef, man. And they're yeah. they're, they're they're you know they're, they're just sucking it up all for what for for a political agenda and also this this bullcrap war, you know. So I mean, I just don't see an out. Even if the war ends, it's going to take a long time. Then we'll be in hurricane season. And there's already one headed into the Gulf, you know. So they're going to be like, oh, we got to shut down the refineries. There's a storm coming, you know. And then it's going to be like that, too, right? So prices keep going up, up, up. Once mm-hmm. they get the money out of you, they don't want to give it up, man. Absolutely not, yeah. In my department, at my store, we I have electrical conduit. Like five months, six months ago, a 10-foot stick of half inch electrical conduit plastic was a dollar fifty six or dollar fifty seven a stick hmm. it's now six dollars and thirty nine cents no i'm sorry seven dollars and thirty nine cents for a ten foot stick it is over eight dollars for ten foot stick after tax it has more than tripled in price since the gas prices went up yeah because people yeah, don't and, and, people don't know that, that well, crude oil is used to make plastic you right know? and I mean, it, actually once you're not going to bring that price back down what's what once the gas comes back down, that that ten dollars that ten dollars stick eight dollar stick is going to stay that price. Oh yeah, it will. well, ga- gas will go down. I mean, I'm not too much worried about gas. It'll eventually go down, and we'll get a new president that'll go down, or somebody will release it's two, two, two and a half years. <laughs> it's, well, yeah. I'm not saying it's like, but it's going to it'll happen before then because what's going to happen? I mean, the forecast is for gas for six dollars a gallon. So if that's true, diesel is going to be at least eight. Yeah, uh, and if if it's up north, it's going to be ten or eleven. So I mean, you're talking. I mean, you're talking a thousand dollars a tank of gas. For a trucker or more, um, that's gonna get translated to us. And the, and then there's the other things. Uh, clothing, tractor trailers, a tank on a tractor trailer is around three hundred gallons. So three hundred gallons times whatever the price of that. Let's call it five. That's yeah. right there. That's one hundred and f- that's thousand five hundred bucks right there. Right. Yeah, it's it's. Wow. And that that doesn't take them all that far, you know. So. And that that's just going to go. The prices keep rolling down, rolling down. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. We're we're in a crisis, man. And there's no no one's doing anything to get us out of the crisis. Mm-hmm. And I, you imagine if Trump was in there, this was going on. What these guys would be saying? Oh my god! Because but the problem is, it wouldn't be going on if Trump was in. So it's not even yeah, worried. It wouldn't happen. <laughs> we wouldn't we're, be. So right. so I'm I'm gonna make your Yankees. And, uh, I'm gonna make y'all jealous. So tomorrow I'm going to get me a rack of, of ribeye. So it's 145 dollars for a rack. I'll get 16 nice two-inch thick steaks out of it. Beautiful steak, cut the way I want them, already wrapped and ready to go, be frozen, kept out or whatever. I mean, it, it, they're unbelievable. It's like $4 a pound. 
I can get fillets right now for $30 a half, which I'll get eight to 10, uh, 12 or 14 ounce steaks out of. So we still get beef pretty cheap. Actually right now it's cheaper to buy steak than hand, ground meat. Figure that one out. It, it ground meat actually costs more than steak does right now. Where uh, I live, the chicken spike insane. Yeah, and that's what helps. Where I live, there's local farms and heavy agriculture, so you can get like local grass-fed beef, you know, for decent prices if you want that type of thing. So, yeah, we get we get yeah. well, we get we get good black Angus, whatever you'd see on the market beef. It's fabulous, and uh, but you know, Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, all produce. So does California produce? So does Texas. They produce a lot of beef, and they produce a lot of fruits, a lot of vegetables. Uh, so it's, you know, you can go to any number of fruit stands down here and just buy local produce all day long. Uh, what gets me is when people tell me, um, well, you know, it, there's no chemicals in it at all. I'm like, okay, we ain't done nothing. Just let them eat. I'm like, yeah, so why does it cost more and not less? If you're not giving them chemicals and you're not giving them special food and just let them free range and shit, why is it costing me more for a chicken egg? There's no difference between a brown and white chicken egg anyway. So why are you costing me more? Probably the feed, the care. You know, if you want to, I mean, if they're free range, it's different, but, you know. Yeah, organic, is, when you say organic, that means you're not doing anything to them. Uh, you're just letting them do. No, no medicines, know. no hormones. Yeah, so, I mean, so that should be cheaper, not more expensive. Yeah, that's something, something but it should, is. It's more expensive. It is more expensive, quite a bit more we'll expensive, never get too. That. Because they, if you put the word organic on anything, like gourmet, you're going to pay more. It's just that's the yeah, way it goes. you're going to pay more. You know, yeah, like, see, like when... when when chicken's going bad in the store, they take it and they douse it uh, with like Italian seasoning and whatever, and they wrap it up and they call it gourmet and they charge twice the amount of money, you know, even though it was chicken that was going bad. So that's that's the game, right? It's all a game. Yeah, it's always, it's always some stuff like that. But we got to get out of here anyway, guys. It's like 17 after. Uh, well, we, oh, yeah, Glenn. Well, we'll get to more stories next week. Well, we didn't get to talk about the Ukraine war tonight. Yeah. It's it's the same thing was yesterday and the day before and the day before and the day before and the day before, uh, until something really changes. I mean, right now it's Ukrainians holding their own, and uh, Russia not knowing what the hell it's doing. I think right now Putin is weighing his life. He found that he's got three years to live. Um, I think he's weighing his life and what he wants to be doing for those three years. Does he want to be raging war the last three years of his life? Well, yeah. If he wants to go hell, I'm sure he does. Um, is that the best thing for him and his people right now since he's going to be, you know, he should be assured who's going to be the next leader of the Soviet, I mean, I was going to say Soviet Union of Russia. Um, there's better things for him to be doing. So will he or not, his, he, his kids are going to want to spend time with him. So is this going to happen or not? So that's that's what we got to wait and see. Or is he just going to be a hard ass and try to start World War Three with the crazy Joe Biden guy? Uh, which will probably will have a heart attack first day of the war and then we'll have Camilla Harris running the country. Yeah. And with a war going on, yes. The woman who's never served in armed forces, never really been a politician. Uh, she was a district attorney and she's going to be running things. Holy shit. Nancy will probably have her assassinated and yeah. take over. <laughs> you can only hope. <laughs> or actually, Nancy won't even do that. She'll, it, she'll probably get with the Republicans and do a vote of no confidence, we'll give, which we'll give it to her. And, um, and then, of course, the Republicans get together after that and do another vote in the conference and give it to somebody else. But uh, I'd rather – all the three we got to choose, them, I'd rather Nancy than the other two. At least I know she's not going to put up no shit from Putin. Uh, she'd be like, yeah, what? What? I'll call my friend Hillary. Putin, you better watch out. I can hear it now. 
guys and girls just keep up on all the Durham stuff. We don't know where it's going. We don't know what's happening. There's stuff that talk about appeals and unfairness because, you know, the people were Hillary fans or whatever. Uh, just pay attention and see what's going on. There'll be a lot of stuff coming out closer. Uh, I think Durham's going to hold on to some of the stuff closer till we get closer till November. Oh yeah. So it'll course. be in the news, you know, so it'll be in the news for the election. Um, current, current, if, if you go by the Vegas numbers right now, if you were to vote in the election, which you can't vote on election in the United States, but you can vote it in other countries. Uh, the current line has the Republicans winning, I think nine to one. Hmm. That's big. And, and I, it may be more than that. If this shit keeps up like this. Uh, if if we get to November and gas is six seven dollars a gallon here, which means it's nine ten eleven dollars a gallon where y'all are, nah, the country's just going to be like, what the hell's going on here? You know, when you get it's when it costs you a McDonald's, things yeah. can't can't keep going like that. You know, yeah, when you go to when McDonald's to and seasons, yeah, you know, when your policies put the middle class in the, in the lower class, and you're you're going to get voted out. Period. Look, if you look at California and you look at uh, Nevada right now and those states that draw off of Lake Powell and also uh, Lake Mead, you know, these these dams, the hydro dams are, are, you know, the water's evaporated. I mean, the dams are, those lakes are empty. You know, it's getting to the point where they're not going to be able to to power those power plants. So then you're going to have to pipe it in from other areas, you know. So there's there's demands that are going to be going on beyond their green energy and renewables. There's demands. And now that demand is fossil fuel. And we're we're screwed, man. We are totally screwed because these guys don't know how to figure this out. They don't have or or this is what they want because the Democrats are always like that, aren't they? Make people, you know, drive people down to the lowest possible level that they can they can exist at and keep them down, keep them down, make sure they can't travel, keep them in one place. They're still getting their same taxes. They're making more now off of people than they were before. (laughs) So they're not losing out on anything. We are. Yeah, we 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 yeah, we're gonna get screwed anyway. This goes, but we got to get out of here, guys and girls. Wait till the fall. Wait till the fall. It's only a few it months. Could get, away. It could it could be if if you're not. Let me put it this way: come in the fall or winter. Let's just say really winter, because that's when it's gonna get the worst. Did winter. Uh, if you're not financially probably stable, come did winter. You could find yourself living in the street, or at the very I, least I find predict, yourself living without power. I predict piping hot weather for the southwest and the midwest and they're going to want to turn on those air conditioners man they're going to have to you know i mean especially businesses and, and uh you know oh it's going to get hot yeah oh it, it we've got just a couple of days or actually what two three weeks in the whole east coast across the entire <laughs> gulf coast all the way at the east coast is just going to turn into a shit you got, uh, you got new mexico's on fire right now you know and there, there's hundreds of acres uh, i mean hundreds, hundreds of thousands of acres on fire uh, in these fires, so they don't know what to do about that. And you know, it was the Park Service that that did it. Yeah, they, it, they, it was. They did a controlled burn. Supposed to be a controlled another, burn. Yeah, it joined yeah, another fire up. and caused all this stuff. And you know, the local residents said, "You, you don't light a match in these months because it's too dry and too windy." You know, well, why did the well, Park that's Service true. do this? Well, if they would have done it right, they wouldn't have had it. See down here when they do because they do control burns out here all the time. But what they do is is they cut a swath through everything. They make a break. Uh, both un- they 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 take these these um uh, I guess they're just giant rakes and they rake all the timber off and then they cut a trench and then they cut all the hedge out for at least two uh, at least fifty or sixty feet so it doesn't jump over if a tree falls it's not going to hit another one 
it helps control it. But they don't understand that out west. They just let shit pile up. And, and that's another thing. We cut the sides of our highways. We go in and thin out woods. We got contracts. They have lumber taken out all the time to keep the forest thinner. Because we know, you know if it starts. Happened. In the last couple of years in New Mexico, they had a lot of rain. And uh, and that made things grow. You know, like the bushes and grass. That the, mm. You know, they have that real tall grass. So that's what really is burning now. And I, I just can't believe that the Park Service that they didn't, they weren't thinking. And you think they'd be used to doing stuff like that, right? You know, because that's. Yeah, and there's lots of ways they could have. They could have stopped it. They just didn't know what they were doing. That's all. They're not. They're not people. You need to put people who know what they're doing. People's houses are burning but, down now. But you we got to go, guys. We got to go. Michael, thank you. Jay, thank you. You can catch all of them. Jay usually comes out. We're gonna get Jay because we're back on regular schedule on on the Centralist now. So uh, and every now and then we'll do a special news on the flip side. But uh, so Jay, you can come join us. Any you're welcome to come any Friday or you're off. So just let me know. Michael will be here. We're gonna bring in a couple of us maybe as well. But we're looking for regulars. That's why I was bugging Jay because I know he's on a lot on Friday nights on Church of Mavis with Uncle Jeffrey Pritchard. He's actually like Uncle Fester, but we love him anyway. Uh, <laughs> Uncle Fester is that other guy. He actually looks like Uncle Fester. Who's Uncle Fester? He like Uncle Fester. <laughs> no, he's talking about somebody else, Jay. Mike is uh, talking that, about somebody. Uh, Who are you talking uh, about? Sir- Syracuse. There. <laughs> he looks like. Oh, you know what? You know what, Phil and, and, and Jeff kind of look alike, so I don't know. Anyway, guys, we're teasing. Anybody's listening to us? <laughs> oh, my God. The things that get said on this damn show. Uh, guys and girls, hope you enjoyed. Sorry about the 20 minutes we got onto the guns. It's just guy talk. Uh, every now and then that'll happen, but uh, the rest of it was pretty good news. A lot of stuff came out tonight. Pay attention. And if you've got particular topics you want to hear or, or if we're live, Please, excuse me, and you want to send us information, best way is messenger unless you're on one of the feeds if you're watching some video feed then of course any of the youtube or facebook pages you can send via that way because uh, we can actually play things in the room we can look at things in the room so you can always send it to us and let us make it part of the show and again for the people who sent me stuff tonight thank you because i hate looking up stuff when i'm talking so that's nice when y'all send me stuff over there for all of our friends and fans who tend in tonight Thanks again, and uh, we'll all see you next and Friday. Be safe. Be safe yes. out there. Be careful. Be yes. safe. Tune into Discovery Paranormal eight o'clock at night Never Eastern time every Tuesday, and the Red Pill News, where we give it to you real, real Red Pill News on uh, every Thursday at eight p.m. Eastern time. So, mm-hmm. I gotta say, good night, everybody. Bye. Adios. Good night. Sleep 